This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Captain Failboat of Sargentanis, Shintasin of Ultros, Mesmerized Deo of Excalibur. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. See what's on this dying form of media communication called the radio. I'm doing good in the game, so I'm doing good in life! Juxtaposition. Yeah, you know, he does have a lot of really weird made-up sounding catchphrases. Escalia. Sorry, not sorry. And Mika. He just talked to me like I'm an idiot. Limitbreakradio.com. Five! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, a radio. Oh, we used Relic last time. I don't think we that did. did. I know. It's so applicable now. I know it is. It's all Nika's fault. Nika. Sorry. Nika. I say we are re-womanized. Look at this table of chicks. Look at this. Oh. All beautiful women. Yeah. A radio. That's racist. not. That's not an R word. Rewomanize. Uh, we have all become women. That's not an art. That's not a real word. <laughs> it is with someone who has been a woman, then went back to a, a radio real word. We need a real a word. A radio retarded, because that's Nika. <laughs> all right. I like I'm pretty that sure one. we've been down that road yeah. before. It's applicable. Yeah, well. Reapplicable. Th- thanks for joining us, of course, for episode number Re-awoken. 46. Reawoken. Isn't that right? Of Limit Break Radio. Just stop. Yeah. We're, we're past it now. <laughs> okay. We're past it now. Okay. It's ruined. Thanks. A radio ruined. A radio ruined. There. You could use that one too. Shut up, Ascalia. Yeah. You know what? There's only so many I words in the dictionary. Okay, there, I guarantee there's you. A there's, lot of, there's, I guarantee a lot there's more of them. than 47. There's a, lot, there's a lot of them. We haven't used I, I know. very many of them at all. Why don't we have an office dictionary in here? Uh, I, That just seems silly. Why? We would never use you that. You think so? Yeah, like, no, so now, we would never when use we need that. it. it oh, would, it, would it include all of the stupid made-up words that we have to know how to pronounce, <laughs> too? A radio rappled. All right, let's do it. Okay. All right. Rapture. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us here live on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If you're listening on the podcast and you want to get in on this fun live, make sure that you tune in on Sundays to twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, where we do the show live each and every single Sunday. Uh, This week, you're going to be treated to a double dose because uh, after we wrap up LBR here at about five o'clock over at six on uh, twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast, we'll be going live with our next episode of Final Encountercast. So join us over there for that. Uh, That's live here today on Sunday. And again, if you're listening on the podcast, man, Sunday is the day to be here. Make sure that uh, you're checking our website over at LimitBreakRadio.com for all of our scheduling announcements. And uh, yeah, be here live and uh, you too can be a part of the show. Now, how can you do that? 
Well, you can do that by giving us a call on Skype, by uh, sending us a Skype message at Limit Break Radio, or calling 810-515-8715, which we'll ask you to do today. We uh, talked about a litany of stuff last week. We were so, our show was so crammed last week that we barely had time for emails. Uh, We barely had time to to get callers in. So we want to get a lot of your reactions to, uh, you know, a lot of the things that were, uh, that were announced with the uh, uh, with the uh, live letter 26. Uh, and, and of course, that's, you know, the raid adjustments. That's the diadem adjustments. Uh, Yoshi P's thoughts on the relic and anima moving forward. Some of the uh, rumors of what they're trying to add going forward. Yeah. If you want to talk about any of that, send us a Skype message uh, to the uh, Skype account Limit Break Radio or give us a call 810-515-8715. We do have plenty of your emails to read through today. Uh, so uh, and also we're going to uh, be uh, revisiting some uh, limit breaking music. It's a segment that we haven't done in a little while. And some there are those been... uh, rock stars that put out some really awesome stuff. Recently. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is that, uh, you know, when we we a couple of uh, man, a bunch of episodes uh, back the last time that we had done uh, a limit breaking music, we had put the call out and said, you know, hey, th- there's all this great heavens word music to use. Uh, well, they've used some of that. So uh, that's uh, we're going to be looking at some of that today. So uh, super exciting. But first, of course, as always, we do have some Final Fantasy 14 news to check. out. This is a limit breaking news update. So uh, not a ton of news. Uh, first, we'll start here. Uh, the uh, oh. hi guys, listening to the show while taking a long, relaxing poop. Hashtag no squeezing required. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Thor. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love how I love how donations have now just they they serve to derail us and and <laughs> and just send us off into what. Interestingly, you always know when it's a Thor donation. Yeah, he has a very. Specific style to his messages. I feel like I, eloquence to I, it. I, I yeah. feel like he was trying to time it right over the news production. <laughs> he almost got Good it. Good try. Yeah, it was very close. Good try, Thor. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you points for effort there. But uh, all right, we've got the Heaven's Word soundtrack that's going on sale February 24th uh, with more than 60 tracks of your favorite wow. songs from Patch 3.0 and 3.1. Do they have a price point on that yet? Uh, Don't the soundtracks usually have like 12 songs on them. Uh, no. Well, the uh, dude, if you've looked at uh, at some of these soundtracks, uh, no, like the the FF14 soundtracks are massive. They yeah. are huge, 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 huge. I mean, they've been releasing them in parts so far, but it looks like they're going to put all uh, all the tracks together in one. Uh, one uh, yeah, CD. because I, the previous ones they they release them like on a like a, like a patch basis, or or at least the 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 albums have been named after the patches, right? Um, well, no, not no. necessarily. No? It's they've come out in chunks. Uh, what they do is they'll they'll do um, uh, you know they'll do smaller sort of EP style style stuff for uh you know a couple of patches and release that as digital downloads through like the iTunes marketplace. But in terms of a physical package. There's been Before the Fall. There was the A Realm Reborn soundtrack. There was... After Meteor? Oh, there was After... No, I don't think there was. It was called Before Meteor. Yeah, there was Before Meteor. There was the ARR soundtrack. Oh, right, right. And then there was um, Before the Fall. 
and those are the three. And then you've got um, you've got the primals, and you, you've got the the, uh, the the primals music and the, the oh, piano. The, yeah, yeah, the, the remixes. Uh, Astro Umbral. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's uh, that's going on sale February twenty sixth. Uh, no, I don't think that there is a price point associated with it yet, but I'm going to guess that since it's one of these Blu-ray discs that it's going to be comparable to uh, some of the other uh, soundtracks if you bought those. Uh, no word on what, uh, what if any, uh, exclusive item is going to be included with that, but uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's happening. So uh, if, if you're a big soundtrack collector like I am, that is, uh, that's definitely exciting news. So um, all right. Now we got to get to this, and there's there man, there's no there's no easy way to get uh, right into this story. Uh, very very sad. Uh, East Ender's uh, actress, as well as uh, the voice actress for Yagiri in Final Fantasy XIV Heavensward, found dead with her two children in their garden home. This is just brutal, guys. Yeah. This is just brutal. Uh, I'm just going to read, you know, I'm going to read from this. I'm going to read from the story. Uh, we've, we've got, we've got two stories. This one, this first one is a little bit older. Uh, and, and then we've got a, we've got an update for you, but, uh, three bodies have been found in the garden of former actress Cian Blake, uh, or those of the, uh, former East Understar and her two children. Police have confirmed the remains of Cian Blake 43 and her son, Zachary, and, uh, uh, Bilal Kent Blake. And uh, Eamon Ben George Kent Blake four uh, were found at the family's southeast London home on the 6th of January. A police spokesperson said that they had all died from head and neck injuries. Uh, Miss uh, Blake's partner uh, is being sought by police over the deaths. However, the BBC understands Arthur Simpson Kent, 48, has left the UK and has traveled to Ghana. Now, the second story is, of course, that uh, Arthur Simpson Kent, 48, has been detained uh, two days after the Ghanaian police began their hunt for him. So he did indeed flee the country and attempt to uh, go to Ghana. Uh, th- I, this is this is horrific, guys. This is I mean, there is no there's no way about this. Um, I, you know, it doesn't it doesn't say I don't think in the article that we have here. Uh, but uh, but Blake had uh, 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 some sort of uh, disease that was preventing her from returning to acting, which mm-hmm. is why she was starting to turn to voice, to acting. voice acting. Yeah. And oh, man, this is just brutal. It really is. It's so horrible. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, uh, in 2015, there were a lot of celebrity deaths and, uh, you know, a lot of more accidental. And, you know, when you hear that, it's just kind of like, all right, you know, that sucks, you know, but there's not really much more you can do or say about it beyond that. But when it's something like right. this, it, it at least for me, it sticks with you a little bit longer. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, and, and I mean, to have it to have a touch, you know, and we hear about like Hollywood murders and shit all the time. And, you know, usually we're pretty far removed from that kind of stuff unless, you know, you're a specific fan of that person. And, uh, you know, of course, people, you know, people like to make jokes and stuff like that. I mean, you know, after Owen Hart died, I, I you know, I was I was a wrestling fan. And after Owen Hart died, dude, there was no shortage of Owen Hart jokes. But, man, this is just this is just sad. Well, just that brutal. her two kids also. I know her two kids, four and eight. My <laughs> God. Oh, that is just terrible. And and that they all died from head and neck injuries, too. 
And and it, it also says here that there was significant attempts to cover up the bodies. Like they made whoever. I mean, I'm going to just assume that it's this guy, Arthur. But, uh, you know, in in the in the interest of, uh, you know, not not hanging the guy before he's found guilty. But whoever did this made significant attempts to hide these bodies. Uh, and, you know, it's pretty dude. It's it's pretty damning when you're fleeing the country, when you're and, and that's the weird part is that he was the one that reported a missing. And people think people have been speculating that he reported a missing to to throw the police yeah. off the trail while he was tailing it out to uh, to Africa. Yeah. Fucked up, man. What a terrible guy. I just can't like if you're going to. I don't know. Why report them missing if you're just going to flee? I know. That, right. That kind of puts you more under the microscope. Oh, guy who has pending, you know, missing persons case with him. Yeah. You would you would think, man, you would think that that. It, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, oh, man, yeah. Significant attempts had been made to conceal the bodies, police said. Uh, uh, let's see, Detective Superintendent uh, Paul Monk uh, from uh, Mets Homicide and Major Crime Command said that the police were continuing to appeal for any information about the movements of Arthur Simpson. Kind of obviously, they got him. Uh, Ava Blake, Miss Blake's sister, has claimed that the former East Ender star had previously said she wanted to leave her boyfriend. Ugh. I mean, real like like if that's what the I, I, it, oh, it's so hard to even comment. It is. It's no terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. So I, I it, it is. It's it's horrific. What a horrific crime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really I have no words for it. You know, when you when you when uh, I think it was you who first shared the story, you know, in uh, in our host chat and, uh, you know, the headline that, you know, she was found dead. The first thing I thought was, you know, some type of accident or something or, yeah. you know, you said she had a uh, uh, she was struggling with some type of disease or something. Yeah. But yeah, for, for this, that that really that really knocked me off my feet. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact I mean, the fact that they found the boyfriend in Ghana. And I, I mean, there's just there's so much that stinks here. I mean, I, I think probably by his logic, like if he was able to get out of the country, he, was, he thought he was going to be fine. Yeah. What yeah. a piece of shit. What an absolute piece of shit. Uh, BBC, it, B, let's see. This is uh, on the article on uh, on Arthur's arrest. BBC, BBC correspondent Alistair Leithhead, uh, who was in Ghana, said Mr. Simpson Kent was arrested in a coastal area popular with tourists and had been cutting a coconut when armed police surrounded him around 10 police officers went down to the uh, beach where he was spotted hiding among some rocks and police who were all armed called him out. What a fuck cutting like, a coconut. He, he was living off the grid guys. What, yeah. This, this guy, this was like the saddest attempt to go to, to, to try to like hide himself. Like what? What did you think, dude? What did you think that that you were just gonna like get out of the country and just start what? I don't know, living, living on the coconuts. land. Yeah, living Gill on Gilligan's Island. It. Like what the fuck, man? What is this shit? That's ridiculous. Ten police officers, ten armed police officers went down to the beach. It was hiding among rocks. Is that? I mean, come on now. Like that's that's not that's not where you where you see yourself. Like that's never that's never how you see it going down. Like it's not the end game. Yeah. 
Uh, he gave himself up, and they uh, found that they uh, that he had a knife on him, uh, but he didn't use it in any threatening way. He was taken to a nearby village where police uh, thanked the people who had informed them that he was in the area. Uh, yeah, th- uh, good that they got him. I'm 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 glad that they got him so quickly too. That's, yeah. that's usually not, especially if he gets out of the country. That's usually not a thing that gets resolved. Exactly. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Simpson Ken had been spotted by a fisherman swimming in the remote cove, uh, but it was a cafe owner who raised the alarm after recognizing the image circulating of him on social media. Be curious to see how long this lasts, like in their court system. I'd be curious how quickly this is resolved. Right. Yeah. And and keep in mind, dude, seeing and her kids, they she'd been missing since the 13th of December. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It had been a while. Yep. I mean, I, I have to I have to wonder, is anyone is anyone ever going to look into how the police in, in, handled this investigation? Because if it, I mean, if it takes from the 13th of December to the 8th of January for you to be able to, like, look at the home for the first time. Come on, man. I mean, well, he, they did say uh, they've gone to great lengths to cover up the bodies. They may have been buried for all we know. That's the way that it, that it sounded I like. I thought it, it sounded been, like they were buried in the still, garden. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. But. Yeah, but you don't look. Like, you don't think, like, like, come on. I mean. I mean, but I mean, the first thing you're going to think about is going to be checking the homes, looking for blood stains, well, that kind yeah, of stuff. Because I mean, you're when, not necessarily going to think, Let, let's dig up their garden. No, but but <laughs> when stuff like this happens, obviously the boyfriend or the husband or whatever is always going to be the first suspect. It doesn't matter how yep. innocent you seem. That's it. And yeah, to us, that's the first thing we look for. Blood stains, blah, 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 blah. But obviously, you know, these are trained investigators and they have other things that they would look for that they would th- see that normal people, including the guy trying to cover up, wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, hey, look, you know, you've been digging in your garden recently. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, d- that's a fresh plot. Uh, I mean, uh, and not only that, but I mean, like the guy got out of the fucking country. Clearly, the cops weren't watching him. Not as closely as they should have been. Yeah. Yeah. If he was able to get to fucking Ghana. I mean, come on, man. Like, that's, that's, I mean, that's pretty bad. Like, if he was smarter and was able to get, you know, like, if he got to Ghana, he, he was dumb enough to get to Ghana and then stay put. Yeah. If he, you know what I mean? Like, if they really lost track of this guy. Yeah. The thing you have to remember, (sighs) too, is uh, in England, when they say the garden, they're referring to, like, the yard. Right. Same Mm. difference. I mean, I think, especially because they were reported missing and there wasn't any reports of, like, blood or anything like that, they're probably looking for, Right. They were probably treating it as a missing persons case. I yeah, I don't think they were thinking necessarily that these people were murdered yet. No, but so. even even in a missing persons case, like there's got to be like, okay, well, you know, like it don't it, it just seems like protocol to like check the place that they live very thoroughly. This was their own home. Yeah, even if they didn't suspect him, if they're missing, you want to check the home for clues right? as to why they went missing. Yeah. So I I don't I I think that this was pretty pretty poorly handled. I don't think we have enough information to make that assessment. Yeah. Well, I I I just I I I would like to see. I mean, personally, I would just like to see that someone like there's an internal investigation that someone's being looked at to how this was investigated. I mean, you know, clearly there's not much that you can do, but I mean, if the timeline if the timeline goes from the from the 13th of December to the 8th of January, I mean, that's a significant amount of time. I and I, you can't just ignore that, dude. You can't just ignore that. I mean, that's that's the thing is that, you know, police get a get a pass on this shit all the time. You know, like do you, at your job, do you think if you committed as big of an error 
that 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 you know wherever you work would just be like yeah it's fine don't worry about it yeah you know this box this box of shit that should have been on the sales floor has been sitting behind uh you know behind the desk since since the 13th of january and we're just we're gonna put it out on or the 13th of december and we're gonna put it out on january 8th like no no are you kidding you'd be fucking fired for that yeah, yeah. Who were the detectives that were investigating this shit, man? It's oh man, I and I, again, poor poor C and Blake, poor C and Blake. I I feel terrible for her. I feel terrible for her kids. And what a what a terrible what a terrible terrible person to do that. Uh, Visenya points out something too. If there was some type of history of of abuse or you know friction between her and her boyfriend. And, you know, she disappears with the kids. Yeah. Right. It could have been assumed that, you know, she had up and like, like fled, fled you know, trying fled. to get away from him. So, yeah, who knows? But yeah, still, still no, no matter what way you cut it, it's fucked up. It's yeah, it's it's awful. And uh, yeah, well, and Thor says, don't forget, this is the British police. There are about four officers in the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but it's it, just an awful, awful story. And, uh, you know, uh, uh remembrances vigils have been held on across a bunch of servers for cn uh and uh it, you know I, I i what i have to wonder what square enix's move is now you know a lot of times when stuff like this happens in mmos uh the company will move to erect a uh memorial like, like a some, permanent some memorial story, yeah. uh in the game um and that's happened for like prominent players of yeah. of, of other uh mmos and you know i i think i think it would be nice uh you know i, I and it, 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 i i just i think it would be nice if somehow she was memorialized in eorzea mm -hmm. I, I mean you know the fact that the fact that this was her first foray into voice acting she did a great job i mean yeah uh, i always liked yugiri's voice yeah uh, and 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 we have to we should be specific that it was yugiri's voice in heaven's word because right. many many uh uh voices did change between uh a realm reborn and heaven's word and uh i don't remember her having all that many lines in heaven's word i'm, I'm wondering though Not if she's lot, already pre-recorded like future dialogue it's possible because that does i mean it, it depends on how much of the scenario that they have that they have written but you know Know, it would be nice maybe at the end of uh 3.5 on the credits to get a you mm -hmm. know in in memorial. in remembrance, yeah, in remembrance. Yeah, or I, I and i even think i mean like since this is such a big visible thing and so many people are shocked about it i just uh, you know i think that a monument somewhere in the actual world itself would be fitting and would be appropriate um or i, I, I think thought it'd it was be cool if they named a character cn or something like like we like, like an npc if you yeah. introduced us yeah. in the future expansion to an npc named after her Right, that'd be nice. Really cool. That would be really cool. I think yeah. Yuri's only appearance so far in Heaven's Ward has been when you're saving Robon. I think you're right. Yeah. I yeah, think you're it. right. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, you know, I, I when this when something like this happens to our own, I mean, it is important that we remember and we grieve and we mourn in 
the way you know like i'm sure that i'm sure that not i mean maybe maybe there are maybe there are some eastenders fans out there i don't know i've never watched uh, that show it is apparently the biggest and longest running i think i, I think is what it, i'm told it's one of the most popular soaps yeah biggest in, and in longest Europe, running right? soaps in in england right least. right so, but i mean you know she did contribute to this game that we we yeah and I, so I, much, I was so. actually really surprised that a lot of the articles that weren't gaming sites actually Were, listed that her credits on final fantasy 14 yes well i mean that was like that was the most recent most thing recent that she, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah. probably still contracted mm-hmm. with them so then yeah. that would make sense yeah oh man just so sad so sad uh of, of course our hearts go out to uh cn blake's family and uh just terrible terrible and uh I'd, yeah I'd, I'd love to i'd love to see something uh something you know more permanent attached to this game that you know just yeah. remembers her in a great mm-hmm. way yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, there was no easy way. There was no easy way to get in or out of that story. Um, but we I think we should I think we should probably have uh, a palate cleanser, you know, some way to uh, to get all of the uh, the gloomies out. Right. That was a bit of a bummer. But uh, you know what? That's OK. We can uh, we can regroup and uh, we can still march on and have a good show. If you'd like to uh, call in and uh, let us know, uh, you know, what, what you think of that story or anything else that we talked about last week, uh, give us a Skype message. That's Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715. You know, please let us know what your character name and your server is uh, so that we can, uh, you know, we can get you on the air and all identified. But let's first uh, check out uh, Limit Breaking Music. This is a a segment that we started a couple uh, months ago, almost a year ago, maybe. It's been a while i mean we've been doing this bit for for a while now where we just kind of pull the show over you know it's it's a light news week there's not much there's not much that uh that people are uh are talking about i mean the, when the when your biggest news is that uh you know official news is that uh you've got you know a soundtrack coming out then you know yeah. it's kind of a kind <laughs> of a light news week so uh we've we've got a couple of songs we like to showcase some of the uh the the talents here in the uh final fantasy 14 community and uh, so from time to time, we like to, uh, you know, we like to just, you know, share those with you. Uh, and so uh, we've done this a couple of times before. Some of the artists you'll uh, recognize because we featured them in this segment before. Uh, some of them uh, might be uh, might be new to you as well. So uh, we uh, we hope that uh, you, you might uh, you, you might get exposed to uh, something new here. But, uh, you know, that's not the only bit that we do. We've got other bits that you can get in on as well. Uh, FMFFLs, which stand for fuck my final fantasy life if you want to share a story of epic fail make sure that you tweet it and tag it hashtag fmffl uh or you can send that in via email uh to hosts at limitbreakradio.com we've also got fapping the realm uh and a couple other bits that we do uh and uh but uh, this is uh, you know that i think i think this has been one of our uh, most requested bits like a lot of people really like when we uh when we do limit breaking music so we're, we're going to start off here. Let's. Uh, this is a guy that we know very well. We've featured his music, if not once, twice before. I think at least twice. He may have made it onto almost every single limit-breaking music that we've done, but for good reason. It's Benjamin Anthony James. Now, I think this guy right behind Husky by the Geek 
probably does the most work for Final Fantasy 14. I mean, he does a lot of remixing and cover work. Uh, he uh, most recently did uh, an Oblivion cover that has his own vocals instead of the uh, the, the vocals from the song, which are amazing. Uh, he did. He was the first to do a Thornton remix, and he also did a Zenith remix. So he's been a very, very, very busy remixer. Uh, so he just uh, released this 10 days ago. This is his version of Ravana. This this at first this disappointed me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie because I really wanted I wanted vocals other than the one that's in the game. Right. right yeah. But I mean I think it it makes up for it. I think it makes up for it a little bit later. Now I'm getting into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little while. The drums are cool. Yeah, it it does. It takes a second, but it there's there's a pretty good build in there. I think the biggest thing that I look for in these remixes is obviously you have to retain something about that that about the song's originality, right? But then also I want them to do something new with it. And right here, this is it. This is cool. This version would have made wiping on that fight 40 times worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's way better. It's way better when you when you get the guitar behind uh, behind the, the vocalist there. Like I said, he's he's done more with other songs. I, I think I think all he did here was really add add some uh, some guitar and some rock drums. Yeah, I feel uh, like the rock and the drums are like way too fast for the song. You for think? The words. I, I feel like the, for this to be perfect, he would have had to revoice it. Yeah, I agree. Or, That's why I wanted him to. Yeah, I did want him to voice. What it. I liked about it is I do like the drums and I do like the rock. In between the two lyrics, there, like like between I guess. 
the, the two choruses or whatever when it was just the rock and drums yeah that sounded really cool yeah if he would have put less of those over the actual song because someone mentioned that it kind of it doesn't really mesh with it a, a whole lot and it kind of takes away the feeling of dancing with Ravana. yeah and just use that as like sort of like an interlude in between there that might have been a lot better yeah 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 would have uh, would have uh, given a nice juxtaposition I like that word I mean, even the artist in this comment says it's not his favorite that he's done, and it's not his, you know, his level of standard. But you know, it's a very unique f- song. No, though. no. Here's what I have to give him credit for: he's the only one that's even attempted it. Yes, that was my thing. Uh, like, yeah. like this is such a unique song, especially even just from from FF14 yeah. overall. Yeah. For him to try and tackle this, yeah, yeah. Still gets an A for effort. Oh, waltzy part here is cool. Part at the end sounds like a waltz way more than the rest. That yeah. Was, that was cool. Yeah. It's interesting. It, definitely an interesting remix. By the way, again, if uh, you just joined us, that's music there from Benjamin Anthony James. It's his Ravana Rock Remix. You can check that out at his SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Ben773. Uh, or you can uh, also check that out at his YouTube uh, page, youtube.com slash Deadstar666777. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's maybe not his, but I, I struggled because the thing is, is that I did want to feature Heaven's Word music on uh on this not old, not strictly heaven's word if i had to, if I, I and i thought honestly his cover of oblivion was way stronger uh but yeah if he had, even if even if it had been like metal vocals you know like scream or that growly, would have been cool that w- i would have been super into that mm-hmm. but uh still nice job from benjamin anthony james i'd also like to see somebody go the complete opposite way with it and get like a chick to like voice them really high and see if they can oh, pull that i volunteer <laughs> all right uh, all right do it <laughs> Confirmed here. Uh, Nika's but I need going, to do the music. Nika is going <laughs> to do a do Ravana remix for us. So if, if someone will will comp- or help produce the music, I will totally do it. But I can't do the music. Well, it sounds like I don't know. It sounds like Benjamin needed a little bit of help on that track. So maybe you might want to reach out. To maybe him. get in contact and see if he uh, can give you the track without the vocals. Well, then that's just stripping out a lot of the track. I mean, because he was he was leaning heavily on what yeah, already existed. Yeah. That's why I think he didn't redo the vocals. True. It would have been a lot more work, too. And, then if, it, and then, then if it didn't pay off, like if he listened to the final product, he's like, nah, fuck this. Right. And scraps it. That's a lot of time down the drain. Dude, right? Yeah, he did. He played it kind of safe. It yeah. Was just, it was just weird hearing that track without having it restart every like 70% or so. <laughs> and then it restarts. Uh, yeah, that's what was missing from it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, here's another uh, remixer that we've actually we've featured his uh, music on the show before, uh, and uh, it's it's hard to know what to how to identify. We call him merciless because that's when you strip out all of the weird uh, lead, speak. lead speak. Yeah, that's XX that's what it, merciless four twenty swag. Yeah, right. No, but it's uh, ox merciless spelled with. Threes, threes for ease, yeah, uh, XO, and uh, they uh, they've been doing uh, you know a couple a uh, couple of remixes here and there, um, some interesting uh, interesting stuff. Recently did a remix for uh, Pharaoh Serious Hard, which is, eh, is all right, but I I think that this one is a little bit better. And so far, no one has touched the uh, Alexander music. This has been which the which is o- insane. I know it's so great. I know everyone loves it. It's the yeah. only thing about Alexander I'm not tired of. I know. And 
and and that's and that's why I wanted to to, to play this. So this is uh, this is Merciless's uh, Alexander cover. sounds different it uh, yeah it's not like it didn't immediately register as the same theme to me i'm starting to hear it though it's building to it yeah it's there oh trust me it's there it's there yeah Very chill. It is. It is. The, this was uh, this was the same person who did the uh, that really really laid back Leviathan remix. Mm-hmm. I feel like this guy would be cool to hang out with. He's got to be a very relaxed person. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because to my musical ear, I feel like there's some flats thrown in there that weren't there before, and it's just it's off putting. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like I should be like really agitated. <laughs> you sure that's just not me. your experience no, with mean, Alexander? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but there's some. There's a couple notes that just feel like icky to me. It's like it's definitely a lot. It's like two or three notes. It's a lot different from the original one because uh, what I remember, especially when you drop down to the boss and you know that music first starts, like it's like a big like ramp up, like really you know like revs you up for the fight. Yeah. And this one's just so like laid back. Yeah, I'm, it's uh, it's different. You know, he really took it in his own, in its own direction. That's what I appreciate about this is that he really, I mean, he did not stick very closely to the source material. Whereas, you know, Ben with the with the uh, Ravana remix that stuck very very closely to the source material. This is he's just off in his own world doing I mean, his own I thing, and melody. I like it. I mean, maybe it's just because it's a different instrument, so the notes are standing out differently to me. But mm-hmm. yeah, because it is definitely in there. I feel like because this is so chilled and relaxed, he should have called this Alexander Boss theme easy mode. (laughs) Story mode. Well, technically normal mode is story mode, so... And I think we said this last time, too. It would be nice... I'd like more change-ups, too. Yes, you need, it needs to feel like it's telling you a story. Yeah, that there's some movement well, that's there. That's the yeah. problem with the Alexander Boss theme in general, though. And let me tell you, I didn't I don't realize think that at all. No, see, I didn't realize that until when I drove to Michigan for a winter break. I put all of the Alexander themes on a CD, the Ravana theme, the Thornton theme, and the Void Arc theme on a CD, and it played them for like ten minutes each. And let me tell you, they're really not as good when you listen to them on loop without battle sounds in front of them. Like they don't well really go anywhere. Any anything <laughs> that you listen to on loop for ten minutes isn't going to seem like it's going anywhere. I mean, did you listen to the same thing Vo- for 10 I mean, minutes, no, I know. Voidarx does. Voidarx goes somewhere. Thordens goes somewhere. But when I was listening to this Alexander theme, I was like, it's really just the same couple measures over and over again. Well, they've done, and the, well, haven't they done that before, too, with uh, uh, friggin' Snow Cloak? Snow Cloak is three notes 
over and over. Remember at FanFest when they kept playing the Snowcloak theme and we're like, okay, we get it. I, I think she makes a good point too about how much the battle music or the battle sound effects contribute to these songs. When you hear these songs without the battle music and what you're used to hearing with it, they do sound weird. Yeah, yeah, they do. They absolutely do. I like it though. I mean, it's it's an interesting take on uh, on that theme, and uh, good job, Merciless. Uh, it, it, you know, not not everyone is uh, going to love every theme. That, and, and I don't know. Up. I'm zero for two on both of these in here. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, they're, no. they're good. And and what you said about that second one, especially, and it's what I said, you know, dur- during the first one, is I like to see people take something and change it up. So like, well, now a lot of people don't seem to really be happy with these, but just looking at them for what they are and what the artist did, yeah, they did still do a good job, yeah. But at the same time, it is also hard to top a lot of the music that we get in game. It's, it's true, it's true. Music. Well, and not only that, but I mean, like, it's like, oh, dude, we're gonna, what, we're just gonna play husky again. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, as much as we'd like I to just play husky all the time, we we, we open the show and close the. Show with Husky. I mean, come on now. Let's... All right, my benchmark for is it a good song is would I go out and go home and listen to this again? And I wouldn't for both of these. So I mean, Aniro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to be fair, oh. Juxta, would you just go home and listen to just the Ravana theme or just the Alexander theme? Yeah, oh, um, I mean, I go on guys, YouTube and I find the soundtracks and I just play those. Do you have any idea how many times we've drove here or drove home and he's singing <laughs> along to the Mooglemog song? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the Mooglemog song is oh, incredible. Jesus. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he he actually does have remix, like game remix music and stuff like that 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 we oh. listen to a lot of oh times. He has the uh, the shoutcast on repeat because those are some great hey, songs. You know on what? There. You know what? The, yeah. Yeah, the shoutcast yeah. is legit awesome yeah. though. By the way, if uh, if you're not up on the shoutcast, uh, then you might not have stopped by our live stream when we're just sort of streaming games. Uh, we have a, a shoutcast server that uh, is now publicly available. You can find that over at our website at limitbreakradio.com. If you go to the listen portion of the site, there's now a shoutcast. Uh, uh, heading which will take you directly to the server page now I get that it looks a little bit ugly it's a little bit kind of like I don't know uh, under construction I guess the thing <laughs> is is that there's not a lot of people who listen to it so um, if there if it ends up being that that people do actually like this this channel and they they uh, do end up listening to it then uh, you know what then uh, I, I think that uh, we'll actually end up making it a thing uh, you know we'll, we'll put a little bit of uh, you know We'll put a little bit of website support behind right. it, but it's there for you to listen to. And the thing is, is that you can listen to it at any time. Doesn't matter, you know, day night. It's there twenty four hours a day. Uh, put you know, load it up on your phone, uh, and uh, it, you know, it's that. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's a cool thing to take with you. Yeah, and I have to give it to Anero because he because. Uh, like for a week solid, you know, he he put a lot of work into, you know, weeding out a lot of the uh, the. No, I don't want to say the bad stuff, but you know, the stuff that, that's not as good as some of the other things. And right, queen. And yeah, the, the, the queen. <laughs> yeah. And um, I I mean, I don't know how you do it or program the board, but whatever little algorithm thing that you you know you did to make sure that you know that that the music is broken up really good and you get a good variety of video game music while still sort of having a Final Fantasy feel to it. Uh, I really, really, really have to commend you for that because oh, it's, thanks, man. It's very, very rare that a song comes on that I wish I could skip and in most cases I mean I mean you have what like like 
30,000 tracks, 40,000 tracks. Yeah, something so like it, that. It's you know, ridiculous. obviously, if something pops up there that, that doesn't belong in there, you know, you're only human and drunk a lot. So we, we can't hold it against you. <laughs> that is true. I am drunk a lot. Yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more oh, about being drunk a lot. About, yeah, being drunk a lot. <laughs> oh, are we going to address that? I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do we need? I guess if we have to, uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna have an intervention. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that what's happening? You know what? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. A little bit later in the show, we'll, let, let's actually have an intervention. Okay. Let's see what that looks like when yeah. LBR intervenes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, here's our next track from uh, a remixer called Ride Hot. Now this is a brand new remixer from Japan. I uh, love his name. Just because he's from Japan and Ride his hot. name is Ride Hot. Ride yeah. Hot. Uh, now, the reason that I didn't play uh, the uh, Knights of the Round version from uh, Benjamin Anthony James that he did uh, that was very good uh, is because I wanted to play this version of, uh, of a Knights of the Round remix uh, because I think that this takes it in an entirely different direction that the other two didn't take it in. And this is just, I, I fucking, I dig the shit out of this. So uh, he uh, doesn't have a website. He just has a blog. You can find that at Hot Rod or Hot Ride site dot wordpress.com uh we'll also have a link to his youtube channel this is literally the only thing that's up at his youtube channel that's how new this dude is you know who this dude is who? he's a reverse weeaboo it's r- ride hot like 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 in america right or, or whatever we get people like ryuichi who make like weeaboo names yeah in japan they get dudes who he's make japanese you can't sell that. who make uh, uh <laughs> who make american sounding names like ride hot <laughs> And I don't know what That's the true. word I don't know what the word is that they use over there for them, but we're gonna call them reverse weeaboo. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, he, this is from Ride Hot. This is his version of uh, the Knights of the Round. He's a Westaboo. Someone in the chat says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the start of it. Yeah. Yeah. You may have redeemed yourself. Oh, I just love it. It's like this gives me chills. I'm sorry, guys. This this totally gives me chills right here. Frosty Betrayer saying, diss my jam. Oh, I like this right it's here. It's so good. I was waiting for something a little bit harder to start. Yeah, yeah, there's movement in this one. Which, there, there has to be for this song. Like, even if you're doing something different with it, yeah. just based on the content this is coming from, there has to be lots of movement. No way it. you can slow this song down. Absolutely. gets better and better see this one's telling the story i like this this is so good ride hot you the shit <laughs> you my boy ride hot you keep riding hot i'm gonna hit that subscribe button button 
that you would be subscriber number five, Nika. Yeah, I see that. There's only four. That's criminal. This is my favorite song we've listened to on Limit Breaking Music. This, this is just making me sit in, sit literally in my chair and just jam out. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. I think he could have went even harder with it, though. I wouldn't have minded that. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I like how it smooths out here, Oh, though. no, yeah. Like, it I, definitely has a very smooth, like, yeah. like, like the, the word that it's making me feel, feel the, like, like there's the, this this underlying melody that's kind of, like, twilighty. Right? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, Twinkly. You hear it, Yeah, right? I hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, I, and I think if he would have put in a little bit, or, 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 you know, on either side of it, you know, something a little bit, like, harder or maybe a little bit more bass, that would have helped uh, um, really, like, spread that out. And, yeah. And I'm going to use it again. I'm sorry, but... but Put a really great juxtaposition in there between those two things. Oh man! Oh dude! Oh ride hot, ride hot, killing it there on the uh, Knights of the Round remix. Uh, make sure you check that out. Seriously, go sub to him. He's got five subscribers. Five, five. That's criminal. Go to YouTube right now. Ride hot, Knights of the Round. If Look he it up. Suddenly, it gets shit tons of subs. That's Give going him just to like a encourage him. That's going to encourage him to make more songs. Exactly, quicker. exactly. That's the thing. That's what we've learned about this bit is that if it, it, you know, like, whenever we we send a bunch of people, like Resolution, Resolution is a is a band that we've played a couple of times here uh, in this segment, and they've they actually they take a notice because people have started to to like pay more attention to what uh-huh. they're doing, and they were like, oh, dude, thanks for you know talking about the songs and stuff, and then they end up making more songs, like like like, like they said thanks like to us yeah, or something, yeah, that's so cool, yeah. So I mean. You know, he, honestly, well, he when, has 14 subs now. Go, guys. Go. go. <laughs> Seriously, there's there's 223 of you watching right now. If there's not at least 100 people sub to his channel by the end, you guys are the losers. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, you guys are going to be the losers because he's, you know, who knows if he's going to make more yeah. music after that. Uh, Akuma Sensei says, Ride Hot sounds like an Autobot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, dude. Ride Hot with that Knights of the Round remix. So awesome. Now, this is another one. There have been a, a surprising amount of remixes that have been done for the Lost City of Amdeport. Did you know that? Why? I know. It's, I mean, great music, but that. Like, I don't that know that. It, I don't know that it is. You know, it's been a while, actually. I'll, I'll be honest. It, it, <laughs> it, there's not there's not much going on in that musically. Um, but uh, this one kind of caught my attention because it's a little bit different. It doesn't just kind of sample it and put it into a different con. It, it just sort of like, I don't know, it sort of does its own thing. Uh, so this comes to us from NPC, uh, who is a video game remixer. He's uh, pretty well known on YouTube. You can find him. He's done uh, remixes for Chrono Trigger, Undertale, FF7, Cave Story, Double Dragon 2. Uh, he's got this really kind of chaotic, glitchy style. It's sort of like glitch hop a little bit uh, that I really, really, really love. And uh, so here's uh, NPC's version of The Lost City of Amdapur. Now do you remember the music? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's not a ton going on, right? Like, I remember it and I'm not particularly happy about it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to beat up a Wamura. <laughs> That didn't, didn't makes me think of Juno. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not a good way to start this off. <laughs> yeah. Just doing it after this dungeon. I freaking hated this dungeon. 
Just, uh, I, well, I, the dungeon itself is okay. I didn't like this one. Really? Nah, I was always bored in this dungeon. Hmm. Oh, what's that? Oh, so it's gonna be it's, cool. Yeah, this, it's, this is the glitch hop style I was telling you about. This was just one of the dungeons they used for the speedrun challenge at FanFest. Yes. <laughs> On day two. Yes, they like, did. Why? Like, the first day they did Brayflock, and then the that second makes day sense. they did this one. Yeah. Like, why this one? You can just hear, start to hear little hints of something there. Ooh. There it goes. All of Ooh. those, all of those little like digital interruptions are supposed to be in there. That's yeah, like his yeah. like thing. I do like it. I feel like this is a song that's hard to do much with. So for it what is. this is, I think it's pretty good. If I and if I remember correctly, I think it's got a. It, I think there's movement in this one too. So just it's, a, it's, a, it's another very chill one. It is. Piggybacking well, the song off what itself Callow is said. pretty chill. This song sounds like FF11 music, not necessarily just Juno. This sounds like FF11 it does. music. Yeah, sure. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll grant you that. There's some Mizuta inspiration in I here. Will, I will grant you that. And and I know that the people watching can't see this, but I love that the video he used is himself soloing this dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> not very well, also. Well, he's a dragoon. What do you expect? Uh oh. <laughs> we can only do so much for healing. Ooh. Normally when I hear this kind of like like uh, glitch hop stuff that, that, that you're talking about, normally what comes after is like a big build or just like a sudden yeah, like, that's real, not like happening, crash. Yeah. It's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. I actually think I would prefer this just as like a medley without all the glitch hop stuff. Although I feel like if something like this was the original music, I mean, think about the lore of this place. I mean, it's an abandoned and city. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of cool and creepy to think about it as like glitching because you can think about what really happened. That's here. true. It does go with it in that way. Here it is. Oh, told you. It needed to get this wow. a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, no I, okay, fair, fair. Fair. It needed to get here a little quicker, but this is great. This part is yeah. awesome. Yeah, I like this part. See, that's what I was talking about. This is what I expected after one of those glitches in Sports. After just that take last off. really, just, really yeah. long one, it mm -hmm. should have went into this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, someone's just like, I'm not feeling. Holy shit! Never mind. <laughs> It needed to get here a lot sooner. But this part is so good. I would have tuned out. Uh, yeah, that's because you don't know how to listen to music. That's okay. <laughs> Skip ahead. The chat's like, this is where we got to Diablos. We're finally at Diablos. <laughs> <laughs> Like, even if he takes as long to get there, I feel like the build-up should have been creating more anticipation. Yeah. No, I, it should have that, told that's me what that I, to wait and just, like, wait for it. That's what, I was, that's what I was trying to prepare you for, is that there's literally no build. It's, it's an abrupt... It's, a, it's like somebody flipped the switch. And that's, that's a little bit more uh, indicative of, you know, that sort of glitch-hop style where it just has a, has a, has a 
switch flip. Right, as opposed right. to like, do like, like EDM that. has a big build. And, and I do like that kind of stuff. Uh, if, if you remember the Blackwing Metamorphosis, yeah. the, the, you know, like that has a, a big flip in it too, but it's closer to the beginning. If you're not someone who's into the, the, the slower kind of stuff at the beginning, but might enjoy this, you're going to miss out on it because yeah. you probably skip over the song before you get there, yeah. which is, yep. you know, a big shame because this is pretty fucking cool. I think this song is one that would suffer from if you didn't play FF14 and had never heard the original of this song I don't think you'd like it at all Yeah, because you would never make it to that point yeah. maybe not whereas like the Thorn music you would just hear that even if you'd never touched FF14 you'd be like this is fucking badass yeah okay I'll give you that I'll that ending that. was interesting the ending was very interesting it stopped for like a good five seconds and, and then came like back a few seconds and then stopped again. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think his talent is great but his presentation could have been I better I feel like he was trying to get a story there like you know there was like the yeah yeah you know he had the slow part then it's almost like you hit a dream sequence and then you're through this like like crazy EDM stuff and then all of a sudden you flip back to reality and it's slow again. Well, that, I just feel like it wasn't necessarily executed exactly, with, you know. With the video hoping. that he had, I kind of feel like he shot the video first and made the music around the video because <laughs> it was everything like with that sudden switch flip was timed to when he decided to just go whole ham on that Fungwar that he was fighting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't, know. I don't it seemed know. like that to me. Uh, anyway, um, it sure, was a good addition, though. Yes, make sure you check that out. NPC, and, and again, uh, it just like kind of off the beaten path. It's it's so easy. It's so easy to go. Oh, what's the latest thing that Husky's done? What's the latest thing that Benjamin Anthony? A lot James of the music done? that you picked for us today isn't the usual kind of stuff that we feature on Limit Breaking Music. You know, we usually go for like the big rocky, like hardcore jams and stuff. Oh, oh, oh! Just strap in. We're just not there yet. <laughs> We're, we're just getting started. We're not. We're we're not. We're just, yeah. We're, 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 we're uh, we got one. We got one good rocky one, and then we've got one that'll uh, that'll kind of smooth it out. What? Where's your drops today, man? Yeah, dude. You've used one drop, and it was on point. But we're doing music seriously. In between. Come on. Boo. Come on. There has Boo. to be a good setup for a drop. Boo. That doesn't slack here. All right. You want to get over here and try drops? <laughs> uh, I want to try before that. I would do drops. You know, I was like, no, that's my thing. Yeah, you're you are you you do get a little defensive about it. You know what? Uh, all right, so uh, here let's okay this this next track this comes from we've talked we've talked about this uh, project a couple of times uh, during this segment. Uh, we I found a couple of tracks from this album called Life of Eorzea, uh or Life in Eorzea or something like that, and uh, could not find the entire album could not find any additional uh you know any additional uh stuff out about the album and finally i did and so uh the album is called life of eorzea it can be found at zephyr-cradle.info uh we'll have a link to it you can download it there uh but this is a pretty this is pretty awesome guys there's 15 tracks in all we've featured a bunch of them before on here uh and and i think in in previous segments we've actually uh attributed some of the songs to uh uh, to, to, to a band called Hometown Domina, which is not actually a thing. That's actually the name of their FC on Garuda who put this out. Um, but it's distributed by Zephyr Cradle, and there is some really, really, really cool stuff in there, uh, including this track by Aki Toki, uh, who I think, if I am understanding the translated website correctly, uh, his uh, performer name is called During the Fall. And uh, here we've got a track that he calls uh, Silver of uh, Kyotori and Flying Auction. So let's check that out. And this is this is a remix of what one? 
Uh, I kind of want to see if you guys can uh, tell me what it is. All right, all right, all right. Garuda, is it? It sounds like more than one. It is more than one. It sounds like there's acid in there. Is this place in Chrysalis? I don't think so. No, part of that was Ultima's music, right? Ultima? I know what the website tells me it is, and I know that this is from 14. Those are the only two things I know. <laughs> what does the website say? Have we got it right yet? Uh, this part's a different. What is this? Melka Ferris says it's T9. T9. Yeah, T9 is definitely in here. And now we're the chat saying it's part of Gaius's thing. So okay, so the on on the website it says uh, Silver of Kiyotori and Flying Auction are the name of the original songs. I don't know what those are, but then it also says Rise of the White Raven is. That, that's what people in the chat are saying. Yes, too. that's the that is the part that I could identify. I'm not sure what the other stuff is. Not 100 percent at least. Lion MX says Gaius' theme is Rise of the White Raven without lyrics. Okay. I can't believe that this has been floating out on the internet for... uh, When did this come out? I... uh at least, at least a couple of years ago, and I, that I had never heard it until this fucking weekend. Like that's crazy to me. That's that's absolutely crazy to me. Yeah, it came out in 2015. So. Yeah, aren't those vocals from T9? Is that what that's from? I, I, I know I, I do recognize some of this from T9 for sure I do like these hybrid songs where he just picks a few songs they think sound good together and, and just kind of like medley them together yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's yeah. really impressive You gotta have a special ear for music to have any idea what would go well together, too. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, and Husky did that medley that was, oh my god, it's just Mm -hmm. fucking incredible. Right, second half of T9, yeah. So this must just be a T9 remix? Okay, well, then that's what we'll call it. We'll call it a T9 remix, then. Oh, dude, 
dude, and he is just going ham on that guitar. He is just fucking wailing that thing. Yeah, I like that bit there because that that bit like kind of speaks to me as the as the moment where you're all in the party and you're like, all yeah. right, guys, let's do this. Yeah. Part there where the rest yes. of it cuts out. It does. It's, it's got so many little like. Ugh. Anytime you can effectively like use brass and just like kind of shield it in the background, it's always great. I've totally. always loved like ska music when they use brass. So there you go, a T9 remix. That's from uh, that's from the uh, uh, Zephyr Cradle uh, website. We'll have a link to that at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. Also, you can uh, check our chat room right now if you're listening live. Kooky has been so uh, diligent and wonderful to uh, put all of the links to all of the songs into uh, the chat room for you. I, I highly recommend that you check out that Life of Aorzea disc. Uh, all 15 tracks are solid. Uh, like I said, I, you know we've played a bunch of them before but there's some that we haven't played that are great like uh track six here grimoires aloft uh let's see uh um uh the corthus night night parade too a, a lot there's some just really cool title names there's too. some yeah there's some really cool stuff that's going on in there so uh make sure you check that out uh okay and our final song here <laughs> for uh limit breaking music uh is actually a song that i found because i was poking around on zephyr cradle uh zephyr cradle has a bunch of uh you know a bunch of uh you know different video game remix music on there i'm kind of not sure what it is or how it really came about or, or, or I mean I've just kind of been poking around on translated web pages and then finding really cool music but there are, uh, there's an album in there called Chronostalgia and I have no idea if that's the name of the artist or if that's the name of the album but it has remixes on it there from uh, Final Fantasies 8 6 10 as well as Secret of Mana and Saga Frontier Weirdly, there's nothing in there from Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross. I don't Best understand. Troll. Even though it's called Chronostalgia. Even though it's called Chronostalgia. <laughs> um, but it's I mean, it's got a great blue fields from FF8. Uh, uh, the uh, the FF10 is uh, uh, a spirit that's really, really good. But it also had uh, this uh, version of the fate music that we actually we kind of use this as a, as a, we use Husky's version of this as uh, the outro for the show. Um, but I thought they're there to that their take on it was just as cool and uh, really unique. So uh, the fact that I kind of just stumbled across it and, uh, and the fact that, uh, that, you know, what, what they had done with it was so cool uh, made me kind of want uh, to, to use it as the end cap here today. So here is uh Daijin called uh, fate of Atma here on uh, limit breaking music. That Vamuala Flamenco feeling. I know. I'm like, I want to put on some dancing shoes and start tapping around. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a totally different vibe. Totally different vibe from the actual song. Totally different vibe from the takes that other people do on I'm it. getting an FF10 vibe from the start of this. Okay. I do hear the Vama, though. No, I'm getting more of an FF13 with the violin thing. Oh, come on. I got a bit of a Chrono, chrono Cross vibe with uh, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, yeah, yeah with, 
between between the clacker and the violin, I'd say it's all Chrono Cross there. Juxta, what game yeah. are you feeling? I'm with a Nero. It's definitely Chrono Cross. Cross. Yeah, 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 we yeah. have four different ones, and then you have to piggyback onto a Nero. Well, because I'm I was, right. I was going to say Final Fantasy VI, just to be contrary. That would have been better. See, now, this whole thing feels like how FF13's music builds to me, with the violin and then this kind of... But it never gets to... FF13, when it builds, it, it builds like EDM. This is building like rock music. Yeah. Does anyone else feel like kind of awkward because Escalia keeps using the piggyback metaphor with people? <laughs> Get off her back, Scalia. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with Nika. I, I, now I hear uh, uh, Yeah, doesn't it? Because I mean, a lot of 13th I, I mean, music had that violin, and then it would build up to kind now, of the Now, granted, I haven't played any of the Chronos, so I might also feel okay. those had yeah. I played them. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm really feeling a Final Fantasy XIV theme going on right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Throw something at him. Um, Chrono Cross's intro had a similar feel to this, but yes. I feel like the rest of the music, not Time Time Scar, yeah. Time yeah. Scar was very, very similar to this, yes. I'm so used to our husky version of this song by this point that it's just this is so jarring to hear. It is. Yeah. It's it's so different. I, I but I like the take on it though. Mm-hmm. How yeah? How can you not hear thirteen in this? Holy crap! No, it really I, does. It's very I, similar to the style of a lot of. I still, I still hear more cross than thirteen. But do you hear? The I do 13? hear. I okay. hear thirteen. All right, all right that's I all hear I thirteen. That's all I need. I do hear thirteen. I'm not denying you that. This is a song I'd like to listen to in the car while driving. Yeah. I, I just I, I all around I think that this is just a, a really good cover. Yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah. Maybe the album is called Chronostalgia because they want to make all the songs sound like Chrono. Like they come from Chrono. Oh, maybe. Oh, that would be interesting. Chrono means time, and it's just like nostalgia from just anything before in time. And it'd be kind of counterproductive to have a song from Chrono Trigger across on an album that's supposed to. That's sound already like- trying to make that sound interesting. I never thought of that. That point. are you serious? That's like the first thing I went to. I yeah, I, I didn't totally say, didn't think I of that. I thought it would be stupid. No, I totally uh, didn't think of that. That's a good idea. Good job. You had one. <laughs> and I thought it was a dumb one. So there you go from Daijin from uh, the album called uh, Chronostalgia from Zephyr Cradle. I'd, I'd give it a gold rating. Yeah, yeah, because it's a fate music. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you are not the first one to use that joke. Frosty beat you to it. Nice try, though. Okay, you well, trying still. to steal people's jokes? No, I wasn't stealing people's jokes. I give credit for jokes where jokes you're, are due. You're stealing jokes now? Look, I'm a thief, but I don't steal jokes. Okay, I give uh-huh. credit. I don't know about I that. I give credit. I don't Sorry, know Frosty. That. I mean to step all over you, man. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, limit breaking music for uh, for this Holy week. Holy shit! You geeks are badass. Okay, that was a weird drop, but sure, that was a weird drop. Because they're <laughs> fuck you guys. They're good at musicking. <laughs> 
Gosh. Oh, God. All right. So uh, thank you guys for uh, checking out Limit Breaking Music. And of course, support all of those artists uh, at the various links that we've been providing in the chat room. We'll also provide links at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, so if you'd like to give us a call, give us a Skype message, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810 Eight seven one five. We talked a lot about. Uh, we talked a lot last week uh, about uh, Live Letter Twenty Six and some of the big, big tectonic changes that are going to be happening in fourteen. And you know, I don't think that people quite appreciate just how big this shift is going to be once we get to three point two. Yeah, uh, I, there's a lot that there's a lot that's changing. Yeah, I mean, the Lords of Verminion stuff. Did you see the trailer they released for it? Oh, my God. Yes. They, they I, released a full-on trailer I know, for it. I know. I, but, you know, what? in their defense, they're trying to get people who would be interested in something like that there because they know that their player base isn't interested. They're not trying to... They're not... <laughs> that, well, that, got, that, every, that, that trailer was not for us. Here's the for thing, though. though. That trailer, if I knew nothing else about Lords of Verminion or what I already know if I wasn't already in the game... Yeah. That trailer actually made me kind of want to try Lords of Vermillion. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Good job, Screening. Almost. Get the fuck out. You Almost. leave. I don't. Get the fuck out of no. here. No. Get out. No. What the fuck? It, it kind of made you want to do Lords of Vermillion. But I don't because I know it's shit. <sighs> but I'm just saying the trailer by itself. You yeah. should leave. You should leave with with shame. Kahlo should leave and we should get our next caller in who wants to talk about stuff. We haven't even had a first caller yet. Yeah, we've had a first caller. Maybe not this episode, but we've had a first caller. <laughs> oh my God! Our next caller, thank you very much, is uh, Sifa Pirin of Timeberry. What's up, Sifa? How's it going? Hey, hey guys, uh, going well. Thank you. Thanks for that's uh, Sifa Pirin, by the way. Close. Yeah, yeah, not not anywhere close, but that's okay. No. <laughs> Par for right. the course. Good um, job, Juxta. Right, I'm wanting to talk. It's probably going to take a while, so feel free to interrupt me at any point. Um, about All right, good call. Thank 2. you for calling <laughs> in, and we'll see you later. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. 3.2 from the perspective of a min-maxer and what it's going to mean for us and what's coming up. Okay. All right. So, well, because because uh, now before before you get into it, though, uh, you know something that should be mentioned is that I, I think min maxing is going to change quite a bit just because gear structure mm. is going to be changing so much between pr- between uh, you know the the crafted gear uh, stat changes, the changes that they're going to be making to the materia system, and then on top of it, the additional changes that they're going to be making to uh, you know possibly the output of diadem as well as raids. Three point two looks like it's going to be a really big massive upheaval in the way that people think of and try to collect gear so you know just th- thinking about that that that's really kind of like what we're looking at so uh, in, in i assume that you know you're you're speaking as a min maxer so as a min maxer what are what are you looking at in terms of these shifts all right the first thing is that what we know about the gear that's coming out crafted tome and raid can all be melded right um Tome and raid gear can have only the safe slots melted, so and only secondary stats in those. Right. Crafted gear can have main stats in the safe slots and can be over melted. Okay. Right. So, regardless, if you are getting a full set of crafted gear from the start, you're going to need 55 or 60 rank 5 materia as soon as wow. you step into 3.2. And that's only um, for, like, your main gear. Imagine people who might want... Like, for example, as a tank, you'll probably want two sets of gear, one with Vit on it, one with Strength in it? Yep, 
Exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. the best one for tanks will be a combination of yeah, gear true. melded with strength and true. strength gear melded with it, just to get that balance. Yeah. Um, but thinking about it that way, you've got an average maybe 20 spoils per run from Diadem. And it's 48 spoils for a rank 5 materia. <laughs> you need 50 so, to 60 of them. Oh my god. Assuming you never ever fail a meld, you're looking at Jeez. 130 plus diadem runs. Oh, you're saying one, yeah. wait, are you saying one person gets 20 per run? Yeah. If because, you're lucky. <laughs> well, hold on. I walk out of there with like three pieces every time I go, yeah. so I stop going. Juxta, what's your average takeaway from spoils? Uh, probably like fifteen. Hang on, how? Hang on. No, there have been times you've walked away with like fifty. So, uh, when was like, the last? Yeah, when, when was the last time you did Diadem? It's been way, a while. Way, way, way back when. Weeks ago. Yes. If I would have gotten more than three per run, I might have done it more. But fuck that. <laughs> I get way more than three. Uh, no, I walk out of there with three pieces every single time I do it. So I stopped. Well, you know, maybe if you were a little bit prettier, then people take pity on you and tip <laughs> yeah. you a little bit more. Okay. That's how I, this game I, works, huh? I, I, yeah. See, I would I would be really curious to know from uh, from either the chat room or the callers, you know, like what is what does the diadem even look like right now? Like I, I've I've thought about like I kind of want to go do that and, and take still a break. People doing it? Well, there have to be people yeah. doing it because um, you know we talked last time about uh, you know gatherers and, and and making a separate system for them. Mm -hmm. Some of the materials that you need to be able to craft the items for the, the final relic. stage of the relic come out of diadem. Yeah. Them and only did them so you know there have got to be people going in there it's just I, I'm I, I, I'm curious what that overall you know population what? Uh, Nick actually speaking to the fact because I'm sure you're not the only one who's had bad luck and gone in there and just came out with like three spoils right what do you guys think to Square Enix adding like like a bare minimum like like for example if, if you queue through duty finder or something like that like just for completing it you get like 10 spoils do you think that should be a thing that they should add uh, I mean, it's it sounds good in theory simply because it's so dead. But can you imagine when materia becomes a thing that's going to crash the market? No, not necessarily. Because again, you know, it takes forty eight just to be able to get one. And if you go in there and you know at the end of it, as so long as you complete the duty, you know, you don't leave or whatever. At the end, when that little window pops up that tells you, you know, how long you were in there, how many things you killed, right. chests you got, it also gave you at the end just like boom, here's ten spoils. Yeah. Or, maybe, or maybe even giving you spoils based on how many uh, NMs you've killed. I don't know. I, th I, was, I think if you just have it be like a flat 10, that's going to turn into people figuring out what the minimum amount of work they can do to get no. the 10 spoils is. Well, obviously, you're still going to want to do work when you're in there because you're still getting drops that you can then turn in for spoils. But it's sort of like it's like a it's like a booby prize. Anyway, I well, think keep, keep in mind, you're also going to be able to like um, spirit bind in DADM after 3.2, if I'm not mistaken. Can you well, can't not you, already? Can, uh, yeah, I thought you can right now. Doesn't it? Don't you? But you can. Yeah, it's oh, can there's an increased spirit bond rate in DADM already. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was increased. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. fast. yeah, yeah. It took I, maybe two, three DADM runs to make that all 210 gear. Wow. That's not bad. But, uh, you know, I, I, I would. It, so uh, what do you think the, the uh, uh, you know, getting off of the Diadem pop population? Because that was just kind of a random aside. But <laughs> no, uh, it, so min maxing, let's let's get back onto that. Yes. All right. So where I was going from there is that for hardcore progression, you're going to need all these material on you before you step into raid, because whatever drop you get, you will then need these material to meld and immediately move on. We know that. The, um, the raids are going to be relatively easy, so you will be replacing this gear within weeks. Um, how many, and how also, many pieces of gear are, are we talking about replacing like like each week, though? Uh, on like a high note, like if you're doing really, really well, because you're only getting, what, it, it, it's two drops per 
per boss, right? And you're only doing these bosses once per week. So within your group... You also get the group, token, so then, yeah, the you know, after well, so right? many runs, you can get one token. True, true. Four weeks, you're replacing a piece, regardless. Okay, um, so at least, accessory? at least one piece in uh, per week, then, would you say? It's four for the accessory, and then six right now for T2 or A2. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that aside, for those pieces that you're then obtaining from chests or from tomes you then have to meld those as well so that's another 22 or 24 materia if you can meld the weapon um that's a lot of materia oh, weapon melding and they, they're gonna have to be rank five because the stat caps are gonna be so high yeah that it has to be the plus 15s yeah or or else you're just wasting the slot like if yeah, if yeah, it's exactly. not if it's not a rank five it's a waste so Absolutely. yeah knowing that i'm dude materia is dude we are like poised on a huge materia surge yeah. Uh, Do you think that with this big change, because obviously Materia is going to be playing a fucking huge, huge, huge role now. Do you think that they might think about easing some of the uh, the, the Materia shattering um, percentages? I hope so. I hope that they <laughs> put in a uh, like a diminishing return on your chance to fail. Yeah, right. So that as you fail more, the chance goes up to succeed. That would be nice, but I just feel like with how much the I feel like people are going to capitalize on this market opportunity, and so for a while the market's going to be flooded with materia. So, (laughs) and then I think the price will go down. So I think the chance of failing will be less, you know, bad. Won't have won't have as much weight to it. Everyone is going to want it. I mean, people who don't raid hardcore, you know, and they're six nights a week are yep. still going to want to meld their tome gear. That, that is true. That is very true. And uh, But I don't think that that goes so far as to get into the territory of gear lust like we've been talking no. about. And I don't think that it's going to make people want to invest more long term. Uh, you know, like that's part of the problem is that everyone knows that they're going to be investing in this gear for a patch and then it's going to go away. And then it's also hoovered a lot of your gill away too. Because you can't, once you've melded... That, you don't get that back. Yeah, you don't get that back. You can never recoup your expenses on that. It's just lost gill. So if this is, unless this is designed to be a gill vacuum, and I get it that gill doesn't have a whole lot of value, but I mean, look at the way that people are struggling with uh, with with the crafted uh, anima mm-hmm. items right now. You know what I mean? Like people are struggling to be able to make enough gill to be able to buy that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're and, still four hundred k each. Yeah, and you need four of them. Yeah, exactly. So. So, you know, like, I I don't think, I, I, I really do hope that Square Enix puts a lot of uh, time and thought into what they want this to do to the markets. Because, you know, the, if, if all of these different proposed changes happen in one patch, if it all happens in 3.2, if we get this massive shift in, in the way that gear works and performs, then... You know, all of those things happening at once, I think, is going to throw the whole game into chaos. It very well could. You know, and, and and that's I don't know. I don't. That's not. That's not necessarily the. I think if they did it in a slower rollout, that that would probably be a little bit smarter. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to think about. Uh, materia a whole lot more because there are some people who just don't think about materia at all. There are players who have never even thought about overmelding, pentameld, none of that. They don't. They don't. It doesn't mean anything to them. Um, but do you, do you think that 
even with you know like because we're going to be able to meld the ESO gear uh, it, you know and that there are there you know that there's restrictions on stuff like that um, you know what do you think is going to be the payoff you know what's going to be the benefit to going with ESO gear as opposed to trying to just go either straight to, to crafted or raid gear are you are, do you think they're trying to devalue ESO gear even a little bit more I think ESO is going to be the easiest one to get because if you're one of those people that well, it already is. Well, yeah, but like for example, you're like, all right, now you can get crafted gear too. Well, all right, technically, if you want to get it as fast as you can and you have any means necessary, yeah, buy all the crafted gear, boom, you know, you're set. Right. But if you're one of those people that don't have the money to do that, you're still just stuck with ESO gear. Mm-hmm. So I also I, think mm, that I don't know. This is a another one of their attempts at giving vertical, uh, sorry, horizontal progression in gear um, with the crafted and the melding all at the same time um, to give us what is, you know, it seems like more options, but technically isn't. It's just a more expensive option. Right, right. And and it and it isn't really an option because, you know, the option that I think we've been asking for as players is to have something that is relevant longer. And this doesn't accomplish any of that because it all just, again, it all becomes irrelevant straight at, at 3.2. Like, the thing yeah. is, is I want, I want a set of gear that is super challenging to get or that is super grind heavy to get uh, that will be relevant not just to the start of 3.2, but all the way to the end of 3.2 and into 3.3 that would be gear that i could see myself investing the time and effort to get but if it just gets thrown out in a patch or in, in a patch and a half whatever then it it's not it's not as uh, as much or enough of an investment for me to to, to make that jump you know no. um, and to, to, sorry just to carry this on to the last point i wanted to make um people don't realize that progression rating and hardcore rating is very very expensive Mm-hmm. Um, and now with an added cost of materia and gear just being thrown out effectively, it's going to be much higher. I worked out that during our A3 uh, progression, enraged wipes were costing our raid 1.1 million gil each time. So every 12 wow. minutes, like as a whole? we threw away, as a whole, 24 wow. drag pots in food time. Jeez. And if you're in there for six hours, you're throwing away... A lot of gil. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, keep it. Yeah, keep in mind how how important uh, consumable items are to, uh, to to rating, where they don't play as big of a role in the uh, in the wider world. Yeah, no, I can see that that would get expensive after a while. And then, to make the matters even worse, people don't want raiders to sell carries. It's bad for everyone. Everyone knows that raiders know that. The people buying it know that. It doesn't encourage any development or skill within the community. Sure. Um, but really, when you're dedicating that much time to the learning, and now it's probably going to have to be diadem as well instead of whatever else it was that people were doing to try and get gil. Right. Right. Yeah. And then they've neutered the carry business by making uh, the relics need so much poetics that coils are no longer carry um sellable. Mm-hmm. Even Alex Savage has been given away for free on my server at the moment. Oh, wow. and you know, I never thought about that. At yeah. this point, what, the only thing that's sellable is maybe Thornton Extreme? Yeah. yeah. I've seen people and selling Thornton for Savage. the, you know, you keep all weapons and yada yada. Yeah. That's and the I- only th- it's 
the, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that does that is ridiculous because you know if you think about if you think about other games at the end game, you know their rating community always had something to uh, you know that they they had they had a way to be able to make money whether it was selling drops, well whether it was selling pop items. I mean, you had in it, it, the the rating community had not just a gill vacuum, but it also it had something that pumped gill back into it as well. Uh, you don't see that here. There is outside of selling clears. There's really no way for you to take any of the spoils that you get from any of these events and turn around and make a profit off of them. Housing. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> on that note. On that note, yeah. Well, thanks thanks so much for the call. If you'd like to call uh, Limit Break Radio, send a Skype message on over to Limit Break Radio or 810-515-8715. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your perspectives on all of this. Uh, you know, there's, again, like we said, a lot of tectonic shifts that are going to be happening in uh, in Final Fantasy fourteen in uh, the next couple of patches, it I, sounds uh, like. I had a question for you and Nero based on something that, the, the, that you said during that call there um so obviously you you're, you're still a big proponent for putting some type of you know really fucking awesome high item level you know thing that that's not going to be you know current until the end of the expansion right in raids it's yes. really really hard you also mentioned though in during that call to to put in even a way to have it like super grindy so do you think that as well as putting it in the raids who hopefully you know incentivize people to hopefully get back into raids and give that gear lust yeah what do you also think of there being an option that's just like an incredibly huge time sink but that you could theoretically do all on your own when i say incredibly huge i'm talking like like bigger than the current relic was is that something that you would be okay with or do you think that would take away from the incentive to possibly raid i don't know it's tough it's, i think it takes away from it i think for it, sure I, I i definitely think it does but i think if they did it in a way like they did with abyssia you know, like if how you had the different uh, pieces, parts that you were right, collecting right. to be able to upgrade your gear to plus one, plus two, whatever. I thought that was a good system. And if they could find a way to do it with something like Diadem, I could see where a progression system like that for gear would have a place and would be totally viable. Um Right now, though, I, I, I think that they just need that fast forward button. I think they just need it, you know, that they don't need to throw that much development at it because that is a lot of development to figure out what you have to grind. Right. And, you know, right. et cetera, et cetera. And then you got to come up with all of the other stuff to it. Like, you know, the I think I'm still on board yeah. with your idea. You know, put that one or two pieces per patch in there that leads up to the end of the expansion. Yes. And as long, and if you and honestly, if you just make it so that they're sellable, obviously, very few FCs would probably sell it. Right. But. That would give them that way to make income. You know what? Here, make the difference. Make the difference between the two gear sets, right? So, like, so, like, ostensibly, you would be taking your gear set that would be dropping out of, like, say, the final turn of uh, Alexander. of Alexander Savage, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you'd be taking that gear set, and you would be in RNG distributing it. Uh, in very low quantities in the first two turns. So the difference between those two sets of gear, between what you got in the low percentage RNG and the uh, as a reward for actually doing it, would be the stuff that came early is sellable, and the stuff that comes out of the actual last turn uh -huh. of, of Alex Savage is not. And what that also does, too, is gives people who don't raid that grind heavy option yes if you grind out enough gill yes you could ostensibly 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I I think that that's fair. And it was like it was those kinds of considerations that were given to 11 that I don't think have ever been given to 14. 11 was brilliant about the way that it structured pop items, that it structured events. You know, there was uh, you know, there was uh, there was an input and an output. It just it was much more balanced. And I I, I feel like the DM was like Square Enix is like, okay, let's try to move towards that. But like, let's see what they do with a blank slate. So, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, to me, one of the most uh, encouraging statements out of that whole thing that we read last week was that they're going back and looking at readjusting the Adidas and adding more rules, adding more objective based stuff to do in there. I think that's smart and that 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 could uh, that could lead to something, uh, you know, a much more interesting down the road. But I agree. I just feel like it's really hard to get a system in place like that when you don't have an agreed upon set level cap or eye level cap. Like obviously you have the level cap at 60, but they've circumvented that by just allowing the eye level to increase with every patch until they reach a point where they say, this is what the eye level is going to be for a long time. Yeah. I think you're going to have a hard time seeing anything. No, I, I, you know, I don't know. See, because I think that they could continue to do the slowly increasing eye level if you gave a fast forward button. If you get it and, and just made sure it was an extremely low output, put it behind but wallet behind a crazy challenge and give it a super low RNG. I don't think anyone would be upset by that. I don't think I, I don't think the we wants would uh, would would cry foul because you're putting in the work to be able to get it. And I don't think that the Raiders would cry foul because not everyone is being, uh, uh, you know, being being handed it, you know, just and because. the reason I think it works is because if it's low enough, because this happened all the time in F. F11. And yeah, there were a lot of people that said, oh, I want that. I want that. Right. But it wasn't like, a, we deserve that. Give that to us. Right. It was just sitting at the auction like, house going, fuck. just pawing at the window at your right. monitor and being like, uh. Right. But I mean, like. But it was it, such a different mindset in 11. Everyone had a different viewpoint of everything. That's what you expected. Yeah. Well, it, 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 and not just that, not just that, but it, it could, I mean, honestly, it, it would lead to a lot of griefing. There would be a lot of people. It would drop on a rando run and somebody would, you know, and it, somebody would take it and whoever took it like you know would people would be pissed inevitably but you know what that's again that's all just part of playing an MMO and playing with other people and having to deal with other people and and we should not find ways in this game to minimize our interactions with other people I think that's 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 the part of the game that really bothers me is when Square Enix goes out of their way to go oh well this could be a problem so let's circumvent that by creating you know like by making sure gill has no value you know like that's yeah that's what they did to, to try to combat rmt and so now what are they trying to do they're trying to go back and they're trying to make it have value again because i mean yes do rmt exist they're always going to exist but they're not a plague like they used to be on mm-hmm. ff11 and so now you know and now they've realized that their currency has no value and such they have to introduce new points into the game every time you want to introduce something of value and that kind of sucks so Speaking uh, of people who suck, we oh, have someone... Skuro! Uh, no, no. Uh, actually, not people. Just things that suck. Uh, we have uh, Kleinway uh, from Moogle on the line. Hey, I think it's Cleanway. 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 What's up, Cleanway? Sorry? What did you say? I said hi. What's up? Ah, sorry. Excuse me. I'm super excited, but super nervous. Oh, uh, you, no. Well, you, sh- you should be. 
<laughs> no. You got introduced to someone who sucks, so yeah. Mm. Yeah, my English sucks. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. See, it, don't worry. His topical sucks. No, your more. English is fine. You're fine. Go yeah, for yeah. Go, go ahead. <laughs> the, the show is yours. Totally- you, you've got you've got a couple hundred people listening to you. It's all you. Take it away. <laughs> Take it no pressure. Uh, I have a special question to juxtaposition. Oh, Dude. what? Okay. <laughs> have you heard um, something new about Ildebrand? Have I heard anything new about Hildebrand? No, I have not. I'm so sad. Hildebrand and, uh, is dead to Juxta. <laughs> no, I don't want. But I have a special a special solution to your Hildebrand problem. Oh. And the true and only purpose of the Lords of Merminion. Uh-oh. By creating your own private army of wind-up gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't Hildebrand like cost like two hundred points or something to actually place in the field? So you can't really have that many of them in the first place. Eight, eight, <laughs> eight's the cap of Hildebrands. I'm uh, I'm not comfortable that Juxta knows that much about Lords of Vermin. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm gonna. Tried, uh, I I tried. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put you under Verminion suspicion. <laughs> you're, you're 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 under you're under Verminion suspicion, sir. If I find, if I We're find, watching you. yeah, if I find that uh, that you're playing Lords of Verminion, I'm gonna fire you. Just been hanging fired. out in the Gold Saucer an awful lot lately. Yeah, you better be ERPing in there, man. I swear <laughs> to God, that's right. <laughs> Don't worry, my semen's all over those tables. <laughs> uh, Which ones? The Verminion tables? Every table. Oh, <laughs> he marks it. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, clean, clean way. What else do you want to talk about? Um, can I have a, a special uh, sh- shoot cast? Shout out? A shout out? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. To my um, free company, Les Lames du Cristal sur Mugel. <laughs> I love your friends, accent, and, uh, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for, for the show and uh, all the work that you have uh, every week. <laughs> Oh well, uh, you are—you're uh, you're welcome, I guess. I mean, thanks. Yeah, for thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling. We appreciate it, Cleanway. Uh, the way that he said "wind up, gentlemen" with that accent. Was, yeah, that was great. <laughs> it was great. It, yeah. it may have required like some trolling juxta to get it, but we just had a Verminion call—a <laughs> real Verminion call. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Nero? Uh, you feel dirty? Yeah. Like like juxta semen all over. I think your we desk just dirty? need to end the. I th- we're just done. Show's over. You ruined it. Thanks, thanks, Cleanway. <laughs> well, we can't end on that. No, 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 it's no one will ever come back. I'm done. I'm done. Can we at least make fun of Nika first? No, I'm not even going to bother out trying. Oh, making fun of Nika? Yeah. Well, we have our next caller who uh, wants to have a special message to Nika. Oh, boy. What? It's a special special message day, guys. It's from from Melchiria. Oh. No. No, no, no. No, No, come on, bring her in. Bring bring her in. He's checked out. Don't worry about it. He's done. He has to push the slider up. It's our our show now, and I think This is our show now. Nero, push the slider up. No. If I try, I'm going to push the wrong one. It's going to fuck something up. Show's over. Escali, you try. Push the slider up. No, that's all right. Show's over. I'm just going to. I'm going to. No. Nero's checking out over there. No, everyone needs to check out. He looks so resigned right now. You know what? Just. Juxta. No. Yes. <laughs> Tell us a drop this story. Is, it's so, Tell us a make, story using this drops. This is making you so uncomfortable, isn't it? Just the silence. I'm fine. We're just not used to you being quiet I'm, ever. Well, no, just it, clean way ruined it. I'm done. Cl- clean way. No, clean way. Is it clean way? It is clean way. Oh, okay. Sorry. Maybe that's what I pronounce It's K-L-Y-N-W-E. Uh, no, he, and there's, two, there's two dots over the E's. What is that? That's just way too much that's punctuation. That's A sound. Clean way. So I was right. 
<laughs> so does that mean we don't have to do feck tonight? Can I go home? Yeah, we're, I'm just I'm just sitting here. All right. At least he's not jacking off. That we know of. No, well, I, I'm, we're looking right at him. He's not jacking off. Why are you looking? Uh, not, I want to talk to Malkira. I'm kidding. All right. Fine. Fine. We'll keep this. We'll just. I'm fine. Whatever. Whatever. Malkira, hi. What's up? Hi. Hi. Uh, and uh, Nika, you may be regretting that in like five Uh-oh. seconds. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. What's hmm. going on now? Um. Well. It, at the at the behest of a certain um, LBR host um, l- last night, um, I have a special message for them uh, for you from them. Oh God! You didn't you didn't have to preface it like that. You could have just called and said the thing. Oh. No, this because really, I know Melkaria loves me. This is a really big build up. Yeah. Well, it's it's just going to be two words. Get good. Where's your relic at? I've already explained my stance on this. I don't need the relic right now to do what I'm doing. And oh, I know that I'll, I will have it by the time 3.25 comes out. So why rush? Yeah. I mean, Kahlo got his. That, that so. sounds a lot like uh, Kahlo's attitude when he didn't have blood for blood. But blood. You needed blood that's for blood. You, different. That's, that's different. No, that's that's different. you should have. Okay, I can tell that's, you I have. Let's see. I have. Uh, get a little triggered there, Nika. I don't know. I feel like you should have your relic on I your main 26. job. I have 26. 26 out of You 80. only have six more than me? Oh, come on now. Even Juxta's up to 41 now. 41. Jeez, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I've been slacking. Why are you slacking? Why are you slacking, girl? You gotta, you gotta, gotta step it I'm up. I'm glad I'm not the one on the hot seat here today. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have it soon enough. I don't. That's the thing. You're though, our though, end game correspondent, but Nika. This is an end game. This is casual content. Oh, shots fired. I have like six Thor Shots weapons. fired. I will, I will most definitely clear A4 before you. Oh, wait, wow. Okay, wait, so what? Wait. when did they make uh, Thoradin weapons 210? That's they're a, this not. Is, this, oh, they're not. Oh, so you have subpar oh, weapons oh, right now? Oh, oh, okay. oh, so you've cleared Alex Savage 4 and you have your... your uh, I, I'm sure I will. You know what? At this rate, I will probably have my Savage 4 weapon before the Relic anyway, so who cares? Oh, so you do, you don't then? Oh. So you're... I never you're, said you're, I did. You're, n- you're not very... This is unnecessary attacking of me for no, <laughs> so, nothing I ever... I never once claimed I would have this before anybody else. Oh, my stance from the beginning on, has been this is something good. I'm going to do Let's very casually and I will still have it It sounds like Nika isn't good right now. Ascalia, uh, apparently we are unnecessarily attacking Nika. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so far I'm not being attacked, and it's a nice welcome but change. I no, but I mean, like, I, I don't. I, I think, I think if this, if this, uh, if this kind of cannon had been turned on a, a Scalia, it would be uh, more in the area of light ribbing than anything. Like this is, this is fairly. You're not. I don't think you're getting thrown under any bus, Nika. Uh, I don't know. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Nika with an I-205 weapon would be more useful than any of you in a fight but, ever. So plus, I think the bus would win. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I guess my femoral. I don't know. Yeah, no. Look, those hands could probably wrap around the front of the boss by themselves. 
I don't know. It's, it's, it depends. I, I, maybe it depends on how bu- how fast the bus is going. That, that's true. Yeah. Although, is it uh, a choco bus? Wait, maybe she's speaking from experience because that face. It looks like she's been hit by a bus or two already. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, mean. No, your your femro nice. is like that. My femro is beautiful. Guess what, guys? Guess what? Hey, sorry, I'm not sorry. I am off the hook for all of that teasing that I did a couple of weeks back. This is way meaner than anything I ever did. My God. Not really. Br- I'm not that offended because brutal. I don't give a shit about this. These are brutal. Jeez. I would be, ups- I would be upset I, I, if I actually Malkyria. But I don't. Yes. Malkyria, what did you do? What did what you did do? I, Why? What did you do? You gotta, you gotta call up and. Uh, yeah, I have and, to. I have to ask Malkyria. Even though you say this is this is from them, why do you listen yeah, to this them? This is dissension in the ranks. Why do I? Why do I? Well, why are you listening to the guys? They're they're well, assholes. I didn't well, think no, you I, were an asshole. Malkyria, who's your favorite host? Yeah, that 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 was actually what I was gonna say. Well, Kahlo is my favorite host right now. So right now, right now, <laughs> mm. yeah, it used mm. to be Juxta, and then and then Kahlo became my my favorite co-host, and then a thing happened, and now Kahlo is my favorite host. And yeah. Get out of here. Oh, fans are fickle, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they sure are. You know, you were my favorite caller. You are no longer my favorite Yeah, caller. and you know what? We also get control over who's calling and when. So bye-bye. Bye-bye, Malkyria. Bye. It's all right. She, she, she carried out her mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just got to... Uh, the, the, the divide and conquer strategy, huh? Yeah, I don't think that's going to work here, oh, look, guys. All I'm saying is, Scali, you know where RCL, what side of the fence RCL is on? <laughs> Um. Well, she jumps so often; it's hard to tell. Oh, uh, that was pretty low too. Yeah that that oh that 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 was brutal. I don't think we're making any friends here. I think we're just, <laughs> we're just alienating every single one of our. That's right. I notice anyone that Callow interacts with suddenly gets alienated. <laughs> it's all right because they're all welcome on the Callow side. Uh, as long, long as they're willing to call in and do your bidding. No, no, they ain't, they ain't even gotta do that. If you want to join us on the program, give us a Skype message, Limit Break Radio or 810-515-8715. We'd love to hear from you. There's a lot of ways that you can get a hold of us. Facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio, Twitter.com slash Limit Break Radio, uh, as well as hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com. We've got no shortage of emails to go through. We've got a ton of emails still to read. Uh, but uh, if you'd like to get on it and on get in on this uh, again, limit break radio on Skype or eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. Especially if you if you've never called the show before, like if this is if this would be your first time calling, I'm sure. Yeah, you're probably nervous. That's fine. That's acceptable. But here's the thing. We, we still want to hear from you. If you're like, I don't know, these guys are going to beat up on me. We might. It's fine. That's just part of the fun. Uh, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype. Eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. We got another caller on the line. Let's go to our call line. We have Destriant from Swagatonis. What's up, Destriant? How's it going? Oh, pretty good. How are we doing today? Not bad. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Uh, I was calling in today. Um, we mentioned some of the, the pet, uh, big changes it coming up well. in 3.2. Yeah. Uh, something I hadn't really Camera, heard you guys talk about much was uh, they said they were going to be making a, uh, changes to tank damage. Did they? Where did they say that? Uh, no, it was I, it was way back in the first uh, right before like three point one where they first detailed the materia changes. It was like right after that. 
<sighs> I feel like it didn't say damage specifically, though. It was something else. This was around the time. I mean, that was right around the time when uh, all of the paladins were uh, getting all up in arms because their DPS couldn't even come close to what uh, Dark Knights and Warriors can put out. So I know that there was a, a, that they had addressed it, but I don't remember what they had said about it specifically or if they said anything about it specifically. Well, they didn't really. So this any conversation here could end up being hugely irrelevant speculative yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um but a lot of people threads have been popping up on like the specific tank section of the four official forums every now and again talking about this uh speculating and a lot of people are sort of reading between the lines and sort of guessing that they're going to make uh vit factor into tank damage in some capacity capacity really no wait i do remember us talking about this once and literally all it said was adjusting tank damage and i think we had said what it was probably going to end up being was reducing tank damage and increasing the actual job tanks are supposed to do which is tank there are people thinking that too and panicking because now tanks aren't going to be high dps possible anymore i i don't know man i i if i think what it is is it's gonna it's gonna uh take like maybe half the strength calculation and put that half into vit i don't think that you're gonna get uh, a situation where you know now it's beneficial for a tank to stack vit solely uh you know not just because it reduces damage but it also increases their damage that seems fucking crazy i I don't think it would simply because vit is proportional to the hp and i think if vit increased hp and damage that would be a lot that would be broken Um, broken i feel like as long as they don't format every raid from here on out to just be a strict dps check i don't see anything wrong with lowering tanks dps in order to increase their defensive capabilities because that's what tanks are there for allow for more recovery in the in the fights allow for more like strategy based on which tanks you bring into the fight that is totally fine by me yeah i'm I'm not going to be upset if they lower any damage on any tank as long as they increase defense yeah and for anyone saying well now we're going to be losing out on uh dps because the tanks aren't going to be doing as much well with all this material going on to the dps's gear they're also going to be putting out more dps and all of that stuff is something that they're going to take into consideration when they're tuning these fights well the other interesting thing is if they made vit contribute and some people are even saying like all of it and then like you know alter the factor of it Oh, oh, oh you're, you're 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 doing something with your mic. Yeah, it's whatever. Terrible. Yeah, whatever you're doing, with the, stop doing that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if I could smack your hand, I would. All right, um, continue though. Sorry. But if they if they bite did, your knuckle. <laughs> if they did it so like all of it, that would also let them do something other than just like tank busters with as far as tank mechanics go. Because if you then have like a baseline that every tank coming in is going to have X amount of HP, you could do maybe something else than just the current tank buster. And then once you have enough HP for that and the next auto attack, it's the healer's problem. Hmm. Which has sort of become the meta. Yeah. It, well, yeah. That that that. Yeah. That was what the the Ockmorn, Like that was where we saw that kind of like most prevalent prevalently where you had that big tank buster and then the healers got to be watching for that next hit uh, and and get that heal off in between the tank buster and the next auto attack or else your tank is gonna just fucking fold. Um, yeah, I, I mean that does. You're right. That does seem to be a, a large way of the way that uh, the the fights are organized now. 
Um, what I mean, you said that that if if you made Vit do that, that you could do something else with that fight. What else could they do? Like besides just tank busters, what what else do you have in mind? Like uh, having a having a tank be able to solo uh, an ad, uh, you know, in an ad phase. Like what what are you thinking would be an effective, uh, you know, like an effective mechanic that would you know that's not there now that would be brought about by a change like that. Uh, I didn't have anything specific in mind. I just okay. thought it, it'd be like interesting because it would just sort of open up the option for more of it. Well, I think there's already options there for different kind of mechanics. I think they just have to, you know, A, step away from the idea of here's a circle arena, fight this boss. Right. And just try yeah. to get more interesting. Like, like imagine if a tank got pulled into a separate room, right? And there's an ad there with these panels that are lit up and you have to do like a Simon Says thing and pull this ad around the panels in a specific order or everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds <What>? terrible, but <laughs> I mean, it, it, now was that off the top I, of your head, or have you been thinking I'll, about yeah, that? No, that was off the top of my I'll, head. I'll cool. grant you that that's some out of the box thinking, but yeah, that's quarantine take two. Yeah, I was like, at first it sounded like Alexander Four, but <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Then it went in a completely different direction. Yeah, no, that's and then like, Simon that, says, and then Simon that's says, some jigsaw yeah. level shit there. <laughs> Meanwhile, your computer spits out a bop it. You have to get at least twenty on that. <laughs> Maybe we can introduce a bejeweled type mini game for the healers. You have to. Uh, you have to draw a hopscotch grid and uh, do some hopscotch. Uh, there's tons. There's great mechanics that you could do. Yeah, no. Uh, but uh, but all right. Well, thanks thanks so much for the call. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, if you'd like to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype or eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. We really do want to hear from you. Uh, we're we're making this show all about you. Give us a call eight one zero five one five eight seven one five or Limit Break Radio on Skype. Uh, so God, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I really hope that, uh, that they, they, that the, whatever changes they're, uh, proposing for Diadem make it indeed much more like an event than what it is. Uh, the 90 minutes is way too long. Even 60 minutes in there feels way too long to just be pulling and killing stuff. And you know, like I, what, what do you, when they say objectives, adding objectives, what in your mind, what kind of things oh, does that the first uh, elicit thing, the first thing that pops into my head is the objectives they have now you come in it's like boom this is what you have to do but what i'm hoping it is is they're just going to add things that you as a player when you go in you have an objective in mind instead right. of just kill stuff you know you're like all right guys the objective today is to pop you know x nm so that we can get you know boots and legs right right or, right. or to farm you know heads and hands or or something like that you know that that they are just giving us more concrete things to go after than just mercilessly slaughtering everything yeah yeah when i think of objectives i think of light the lamps or kill x of certain family i don't know i don't Stuff know like that even 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 i don't know lighting lighting the lamps in assault was even uh you know that wasn't there was at least variation between those floors. Uh, so, you know, some sure. of it was procedurally generated. I thought, you know, I always thought Nizul Isle was uh, was really interesting. I think I thought it was one of the best events in the game. And, uh, you know, like, but why don't they do anything like that? Why don't they take any of those lessons and apply them here? It, it's too hard. Because because Light the Lamps made people quit the game. Because well, that, no, no, it was no, not no, hard no, enough. No, no, it's, no, it's not just that. It's not just about the lamps, specifically yeah. putting the lamps in every single thing in this game that is considered end game is just here's a room 
kill this thing? Where where where's the 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 actual like dynamic events where you feel like you're doing something? All right, you right. You, you take any adventure game, you take any adventure book, a movie, ju- just anything, and show me one point in those things where where this is what life is where it's just let's go into this circle room and fight something that that's not what it is you're always out there trying to do stuff trying to overcome things and i'd like to overcome things in more of a manner than just let's sit here in a circle fucking room and poke this thing and run away when it's gonna do its big attack it's bullshit no i agree man no i agree all of these fights are structured exactly the same all of the confrontations are structured exactly the same uh you know and and there was never i don't think that there was any of that presentation in in 11 uh you know 11 i don't think suffered from that same problem where everything you were doing was just going into one arena there was a lot of it but they had a bunch of other shit too you know what i'd like to see i'd like to see a boss dungeon or 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 a boss fight where you don't say and stand still where something's trying to fucking run away from you and you have to you know what? Uh, fucking Steps of Faith was sort of a step sort towards of, that yeah. direction, but all the fucking whining about it. You think they'll ever try that again? Hey, Probably no. not. How about something like with moving platforms on it? Different people being taken different places around the arena, even if it's just something like that. Or even like a platform puzzle. We have to jump from platform to platform and Me it's moving. Wait, really? You want, wait, you wait, want they did, wait, they did stuff like that with Coil T1 with the snakes and popping the jelly thing or the slugs and that kind of stuff. There was like, it, it wasn't it was really a, a puzzle, bit, a but little. it was it was just an extra kind of mechanic that the, you had to pay attention to. Though. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I, it was a I'm, lot better than a circle room with no okay. height death variation. Yes. All right, yes. I'm going right. to give that one to Nika. Yeah, that, that that's actually a good point. That the mechanics in that fight were or did seem yeah, a little and you had bit to pay attention dynamic. to what the HP was on your monster and whether or not you needed to pop the slug and like who you know and it was it was an extra layer on top of all of it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, we have a, a caller, Arthas, on the line. Arthas, Ar- uh, we're going to prelude this. He also wants us all to look at this really awkward-looking uh, uh, picture <laughs> with a whole bunch of numbers on it. Uh, I, po- I post in the in the oh. chat. And oh, okay. all, everyone has to follow along. And, um, oh, yeah. I've seen this posted. Okay. Time for school lessons with Arthas. Yep. Oh, my okay, God. Is, yeah, make it quick, okay, Arthas, because we got a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try my best. Okay. Uh, I mean... You guys have the um, chart open up, right? Yes. Yeah, we've, okay, we've got all these numbers uh, here, yep. Actually, these numbers were released a few days ago. I, I mean, I have word, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, today, I finally get to see it, try to understand it. Then it kind of makes me compelled to make this call and, like, you know, talk about this, this chart because I think it's very important. So okay, so... So what we what we have here, just so everyone's clear, we have uh, a breakdown of all of the different servers of FF14. They're labeled whether they're primary JP, NA, or EU. Uh, they've uh, I, I I don't know what this first column is. The first one says active. Okay. Yeah, I'll go through. Okay, first. So the first column is the I mean the ranking. Second is the region, like you say. The third is the server. The fourth is the active. This active uh, is regarding on okay. All this information is taken from Lodestone, so any update to the Lodestone, a character level up or, or you know, change job or something, they will ma- they will record it, and this will be taken into effect as considered active characters. All right. Okay. So the next column is you see P three point zero clear. It means that those people who have been doing up to three point oh story, uh, which means Heaven's Word, which you get the uh, what is that? You know the the mount, the dragon mount. Yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. the yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Midgard zone. Yeah. So those people who activated the mount, you have it on your lodestone. You will be deemed as a um, patch three point clear. I mean, some people maybe have not activated the dragon, so this number can increase. 
Right. Or decrease, but you know, this number is just. Well, a, a bet you those numbers estimate. don't add up to five million. The the point the point <laughs> is yeah. The, the, what the, but the point is is that uh, you know the data collection on how this is you know that's that is pretty important. Like uh, how yeah. how this data was collected and called is uh, pretty important because this obviously is not coming out from Square Enix themselves. So exactly. you know these uh, whoever put this together, um, I, I'd be I'd be interested to know more about uh, what they were you know what what the process was for coming up with oh, this they have a um, they have a website that um do um these um lot stone mining something like that they, okay every day they take information interesting I mean, so going to the next column the 3.1 which is the current patch you know where we get this um what is that a minion i believe it's a minion yeah yeah so i mean obviously this number compared to 3.0 is and our secrets half yeah. Completely yeah, have because because number one uh, maybe people stop playing already. Number two, me- maybe people haven't you know go clear the trip, or maybe they will do in the next coming week. So they, they, these numbers you know clearly indicate that um I mean first things first like not much people is like I mean we can, I can say it very clearly not much people giving a shit to three point one for now. Yeah. So now come now comes the next column. The next column is Alexander turn for Savage clear. Now oh this number gosh. comes. This number comes from extracting the information from Lordstone based on the Gobwalker, all right? So okay. now I need to explain this very carefully. Now, this number can increase and can increase exponentially because every time your group clear, eight person clear, only one person is able to get the mount. So in this number, there will be, you know, there's, there will be party where, you know, one person got the mount, seven okay. others haven't get it. You know, some will be eight out of eight. So, some will be six out of eight. So wait, this is so how this many people number, have the mount? The mount. So yeah. what you're so telling me is, is this guy on the Zalera server did not solo Alexander Savage 4. No. <laughs> oh. So he, he so this basically, the, the guys that you see below with one, it means that they just cleared. Oh, only, so only one, one party on the whole server has cleared. Wow. Yes. Yes. wow. You know, Mateus maybe, and... Maybe when you see, for example, I'm just going to say, so maybe when you see, you know, Zodiac server with four, it, mean, it might mean that, you know, this one group had clicked four times. It can also mean that four groups at the same time clear for the first week. You know, yeah. you, I hope you guys get what I mean. So this number yeah, yeah, yeah. depends... Depends on how you feel, whether you feel like, you know, maybe half of these people already have mouth, maybe all of them have mouth, maybe one of them have mouth. Feel free to add any, you know, uh, numbers to it. Maybe you think that you want to thumbs this by two. Right, so that one's not super accurate then, basically. Yeah, so this is not super accurate, but this number, this this ratio is as close as you can get because you can say that, for example, you can say that, oh, you know, Gilgamesh have 262. Maybe, you know, we should times this number by four. Actually, there is 1,000 people clear. You know, it, it applies to all the server. So when you see this number, I just hope that, you know, you have a general idea of the ratio rather than the actual number. Right, right. So, okay, okay so, all right. So that's that's basically how the data was collected and and distributed amongst this graph. We know that, um, you know, the, the Alex Savage clears that there's going to be a bit of a discrepancy there because of the, the Gobwalker issue, like you had mentioned. But there is objectively, there are a couple of important takeaways here as I'm as I'm looking at this chart spots. One, two, three and four are all JP servers uh, that 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 strikes me right off the bat that they have the high objectively the highest clear rate. No, but then look at Gilgamesh is the only NA and then there's what, like 15 more JPs. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Until we get to Excalibur at 19. The other striking thing that and I think that this is really 
this is the part that scares me. This is this legitimately scares me. When you look at the population 3.0 to 3.1 and it yeah. seems like every server is cut in half. Every server is yeah. cut in that's half. That's just cutscenes. Yeah. That's it, it yes. I, that's But what if the, they could be also suffering from the the same thing that you do in Nero when it came to the Hildebrand things? What's no? You, you don't. Think, I don't see that. No, like, what's the point of doing the cutscenes from three point zero three point one? What are you missing out on if you don't do those cutscenes? Nothing. But I, but I, 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 I don't see it. I, you, you mean, you mean to tell me that literally half this game plays without any care or 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 uh, mindfulness of the cutscenes? No, I think people, I, I think people. Yeah, and gave the people up. who don't still do it and just yeah. skip the cutscenes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this is an indication that our our player community has been cut in half in, yeah, in the reduced, yeah yeah in the in the last in the last patch cycle. I mean, this is we wanted to you know we we talked about how damaging is seven weeks going to be. This is how damaging it is. It's true. This is exactly yeah. how damaging it is. I, I and I don't it, you know like well, well it, it, Arthur's. I'm sure that you want to talk about clear rates here in a second, and we'll get to that. But I yeah I, yeah, yeah, yeah sure sure sure. The, the, no, actually, this is what I want to talk about. But you are you are doing a uh, you are you are, you are already. The population is the, the population loss is staggering. It, it, it's absolutely staggering. And I don't think that it's it, it's coming from, uh, you know, one place or the other. You're not supporting this end of the community. You're not supporting this end of the community that that reduction by nearly half on all servers, dude, that is the but seven weeks. The also that's the, thing, that's the how other crucial thing, that time. The other is. thing you have to take into consideration is remember, he said that first number, right? The, the, for, for us, I think it was 18, right? The people yeah. like that, that's not just people on the server total. Those are people whose lodestone is being updated in some form. Right. So these people are still playing. Right. Right. But, yeah, yeah. but it's not in an MMO. It's not about just playing. I mean, I guess to square Enix, it is because they, at the end of the day, their bottom line, their, their goal is just to get your $12. Mm-hmm. Like they just want, they just want to get your monthly or 25 stuff. 25 if you're Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I'm just looking at like, I mean, I know Balmung is a, an RP server, so they have a lot of people on that server, but I mean, for like uh, Moogle and Balmung to have over 20,000 active players and then have like, Six thousand, four thousand, clearing three point one story just seems. Uh, not, especially sorry, if the Balmung's an RP server, you'd think yeah. they would be more into the story, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sorry. The, the act, the active use, uh, the active column doesn't mean active user. It might mean it might be you know one player with two characters. Maybe you just log in your meal, do something, update. Oh, the okay. So these aren't necessarily separate they're accounts. They're active. They're active yeah. characters. These are active characters. Yeah, active okay. characters. Yeah. So these could be alts. That could also be a big thing that you're yeah. seeing. Is not everybody. You know, you you, you clear three point one on your main character. It doesn't mean all your alts are going to get cleared right. as well. Right. That kind of cushions that blow a little bit. But I, even still, if you are if you're taking a character through three you would assume that even if if you have an alt at three you would do three point one with but, it. Yeah. But they don't. But how can anyone look at these? numbers and objectively go oh this looks healthy it doesn't it this doesn't good, look this is a good track to stay on this is this is yeah. very bad very bad i mean okay look it, it, it like i'm just i'm gonna take uh, i'll take shinryu for example okay he's got a population of twenty thousand. Ten of ten thousand of those clear at 3.0 but then only five go on to complete 3.1 that th- there's something there's something big wrong here 
I, and I, I mean, I know that we've all felt it. Like, that's the thing. We've all felt the, the populations depressed on all of our servers. We've all felt, I, I, I mean, just in terms of like enthusiasm for the game, I think it took a serious hit. Like, there was a lot of people who were super like into checking this game out at 3.0. And of course, some of them are going to fall off. Right. But I think Square Enix had no better opportunity to sell people on this game. It, it, you know, even from 1.0 to 2.0, they had a better opportunity to sell people on this game with 3.0 and they fucked it up. They totally fumbled that by taking seven weeks to complete a really underwhelming lackluster. And I'm just going to say it bad patch. It yeah. took them seven more weeks to create a bad patch. And I, I, I hope that some of the I, I hope that we see numbers spike back up at 3.2. But I mean, honestly, now this is two. this. That's an entire patch cycle plus more time that that these people have been tuned out. And I'm sure that they're going to go play other stuff. I, I don't see the I don't see, you know, I, I don't see any other external factors that would reduce the the, uh, the the population of this game by that much. I mean, yeah, okay, there's it's the holiday season. People are playing other stuff. I get that. But this this is anemic. This is bad. This is people who aren't even playing the game. Like, people will play the game and get the stuff done and then drop off and play different games. These are people who haven't even bothered to do the stuff that's current. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Arthur, Arthur's, what's your takeaway? Uh, I mean... Okay. So, I mean, whatever, whatever I wanted to cover about the population, like how the game degraded and how many people is like still hanging on. I mean, you covered it already. Now, now here comes the salty part, all right? This is going to be very salty. Now, after that we talk about the chart, you know, let's talk back about the NA mentality. I'm not specifically attacking the NA. I mean, the, the, the EUs can be, you know, one of those corporates. So like, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, why, the top, you guys top EU yeah, spot sorry. is number 24 on there, bud. I mean, you know, yeah, like, I, I don't think that they're, uh, that they're immune from this either. Yeah, but I mean, it, they, are, they are new servers, people moving, so I'm just going to you know say it as a whole. Like, you guys have so many people playing the game. The numbers is there. Okay, maybe I like I don't I don't understand why the hell does Baumang have so many players, man? Look at that. <laughs> Baumang's number server. is definitely number one. Number one in active, number one in 3.0 clear, 3.1 clear. Like, why is that? You have so many people, and then your clear rate is so. Let, let me. I'm sorry. There's no I, one on our server is there to no, do end game. No, yeah, guys, is there, no. Guys, the, re the reason why it's so popular over there, but there's no clears, is they're all too Jeez. busy. They're all <laughs> yeah, no, it leads right into that. They're all too busy yiffing. <laughs> That's what they're fucking doing. They're oh, yiffing. God, do you oh. not? I mean, okay, I mean. Okay, if, okay, maybe I can excuse them, but generally... No, like, don't excuse the them server, for yiffing. Yeah, no, but you, no, but, no, 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 but you're right. If you look at the terms of population, the NA servers, no matter how low they are, have, in general, more population than the JP servers do. Yeah, yeah. But they're and still then, well lower. So, is it, is it that... I mean, you guys obviously have the people out there. There's bodies out there. There's still people playing out there. But why is it always, like, in my, in my Twitch channel, online... Um, official forum ready why is everybody saying there's fucking nothing to do I can't find people to do is it that you guys these so many people is not trying hard or is it seriously time to get good 
Uh, no, I th- I think I think that uh, among North American players, there is a sense that there is no reason to do Savage. That yeah, there is they, there's no like they they understand that they're not good enough, or they, yes. but they don't find they don't see the incentive to. There's get no good. Com- yeah, there's no compelling reason for them to want to put down the amount of time or effort that it was gonna that it's gonna take to get good. I think that there was a certain there was more people who were willing to do it in 2.0 for Coil because we didn't know how long we didn't know what the gear structure was going to be moving forward into heaven's word we just simply had no idea and so everyone was just about oh i just want the best best stuff you know best in slot da 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 and then to mention you wanted to see the story yeah and and the story was a was a really really big part of that and and you know like it's just it's totally changed now you get the story that's handed to you on a silver platter you can get 210 eso gear uh you know there's really it's yeah, the incentive is, I mean, literally the only reason, I don't even know why my group, I mean, honestly, my raid group is once again trying progression, but it's really just like, we kind of want to clear while it's still relevant just to say that we did. Just so you, you know, can say you know, that you can. You know, because I have two, I have I-209, yeah, I have I-209 on two jobs simply from just getting ESO and upgrade crap from, you know, there's so many ways to get it, Void Arc and all that crap. It's taking, it's completely taken away any incentive that anyone had for rating. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something here real quick, okay? There was a reason that you wanted to stay current for ff11 right like there was this whole like kind of like braggy culture of like oh i did cops before they got nerfed you know what i mean like that was that was an actual sentiment but you know what like nobody holds anyone to like oh i did i did titan ex before it got nerfed or you know what i mean like nobody does that in in 14 so like clearing it before it got echo or clearing it before it got a nerf holds no value it holds there's no there's not even a cultural kind of kit no to you individual basis, on, it definitely does a, but you're an, right as like us as like a server or a community as a community seeing, it, seeing someone who did that it doesn't really it matter. has no value yeah. nobody says i cleared tint twin tanya before it was nerfed exactly no one says that because like three people did no, well, no, that, nobody exactly, cares. That should be a big selling point. It was right. so hard; only three people did it. Nobody even cares. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, and and I I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to like properly identify, you know, where how how you fix something like that. Well, but here's here's the difference. Like with COP, people talk about you know airship fighter cleared COP or in general. A, l- a large chunk of the game was gated behind having successfully done that. Right. You had equipment on that signified that you'd done that. Yeah. There's no way to just look at someone and say, oh, he cleared Twintania pre-nerf. Right. But if you were, like, if if you are pre-nerf in COP and you see someone with a Raja's ring, you're like, oh, shit, that dude beat the airship fight. Right. Right. I've been I stuck mean, on I that mean, shit I mean, forever. You know, you know, I mean, I, I get that. You know, people are not motivated because no incentive, but that is... That definitely. I mean, I'm not saying that you know. Oh, everybody get motivated. Let, let's boost their numbers by tenfold. I'm not saying that. Okay. I believe there is still people out there motivated, and if you are not motivated, how about people motivating them? I'll just give you an example. All right. Okay. For all, for all the, for okay, this is going to be bad. I might make a lot of enemies here, but I have to say, man, for those high end gamers, all right. Mm-hmm. How about you? taking off that cape of so-called, oh my God, I'm better than all of you. How about taking that cape? Come down your little mountain and actually help people. I mean, you guys got skill. 
you guys have great power. You guys should be should should have greater responsibility, man. I just say, for example, you know those people who cleared those those high level people who cleared. Or I don't want to name FC. I don't want to name groups. I don't want to name statics. You guys l- would rather fucking sell runs rather than help somebody who is motivated to do something. Oh my God, I got this, I'm really motivated to clear content, but I can't find other seven people or five more people, three more people. Is there nobody to help? Oh, don't worry. Just um, fucking buy some gear. Buy runs from us, man. I mean, come on, man. You guys are supposed to be the really top players. You guys should be helping people and, and, and not just selling runs. I mean, this is one thing that I hate for a fucking long time. They fucking FF locks. You guys would rather bring in a fucking astrologian, go do turn for over and over and over again with your small little group of elites to get top numbers for fucking dragoon top numbers. Oh, ninja top numbers. Oh, okay, be my turn. Can you give me fucking balance card? Let me get top numbers. Why don't you spend that time, a few of you, you know, carry one or two people, teach one I, or two people. Don't I, necessarily have to sell, just teach people. I can, I can and get- then, you know, everybody will be... Uh, um, you know, you have you have one or two people getting experience under the belt. They share, they teach other people. This is how you grow your community. This is how you grow your parks, man. You know, I, I, I can answer. People can actually, answer this. actually, Nero, I, I, and before you I, answer, no, it, I agree with. I him. would rather have Nika answer it. Nika, let's say that you guys clear AS four, and I know you All guys. Right. I know you guys don't have a lot of time because of your your lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but when you clear AS four. Are you guys gonna, you know, maybe on, on on Tuesdays have someone sit on the side and shout and you know and and fucking uh, uh, idly shire and be like, hey, you know, who wants to learn how to do AS one through four? We're you know we're gonna take you to and teach you. Is that something that your group would do? Um, probably not, but I have a couple different views on the different types of endgame players here. I think our group, with how I feel that our group's um, raid mentality is, I can see us doing A4 until everybody has the mountain, everybody has the weapon, and then feeling so burnt out that we don't have the energy to want to teach people. Exactly. But what I'm looking at is that I see the people that are, what, what Arthur's was calling out is the people who would rather sell than teach. Where I think there, those are people who haven't, that are not burnout. Those are the people that are so like high on their their ability to clear it that they want to clear it more times just to make the gill. You know, yeah, but we had a we had a caller very just earlier in this show who identified that you know coil and progress. I'm sorry, uh, you know, savage and progression in it can be very expensive, and that there is literally no output. There's only input of gill, and so that selling runs isn't just a way to be able to. Um, uh, you know, to 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 take this thing that you're good at, and and you know, but but it's a way to have a gill input back into that structure. If it doesn't, not really. If it doesn't, no, I would like then, to correct that. I'm sorry. Then, then, there's, really. then there's got there, then then there's got to be a drop that you can get from doing out of that that you can sell. Then that makes it worth it. Then that then you actually have an intrinsic value that's attached to an item as opposed to the intrinsic value being the clear. I do want to say though that there are select few people that do do this and not not like their whole group will teach one person but like there have been nights where we were missing one or two players from our static and like there was one that we we had everybody on but a healer so we put out a party finder for a healer whatever we had a healer join us who had actually progressed farther in a3 than us now now but, but he joined to help us and kind of teach us how and he taught us like how his group does it and he's like oh my group does it this way and we changed our strategy and did it better and he's like yeah i was bored i just figured i'd help someone who you know i already knew how to do this 
Now, and I thought I know I thought that was really nice because a single player could then join a static, and I think that's easier for the players who are not burnout rather than an entire static trying to teach one brand new person. Sure. Now, here's the thing. I do want to address, Arthur's, your comment about why would players at that level seek to repeatedly just go bomb FF logs with trying to get the best DPS? Because there's your E-penis. Because that's the e, that's, <laughs> that's the e, No, I'm serious. That's the E-penis that, that somebody is getting out of that experience that the Final Fantasy game does not give them. They have to... The sad part is, is that they have to go to FF Logs to be able to prove their E-penis. Now, I know that we make fun of the E-penis all the time, but, like, that's actually... When you, when you strip it away, you're talking about motivation. You're talking about that, that, that glory gear, that glorious piece of gear that you have right at the end that says, fucking A, like, this... That's that's what I want, right? Like that's what I want, and and without that, you look at where people are going. People are having to go to fucking FF logs to be able to get their e penis back. That's sad. Can, can, I mean, if you're do, if they're going for e penis, I'm okay with that. The thing is, they are complaining about their community rating, community being bad, and they are not doing anything about it. That that's all I want to say. You know, so. I mean, I've received a lot of um, like people keep asking me how how do you think we can improve. I was like, yo, I'm not in the NA server. First of all, I don't know how your community works. But I mean, from what I feel, is that people number one does not have motivation, obviously. Number two, thinks that they do not have the skill. Or number three, these people, these people who have experience, just want like like we covered on the very first show when I you know the, the very first show that I called in. Like mm-hmm. people just want experienced player who doesn't have experience. So they are looking for all these people. So what's going to happen in 3.2? Let me tell you what. I mean, maybe you guys can try. I'm just throwing it out, out there. You know, in 3.2, everything is, you know, start a stretch. Everyone got no freaking idea about how each turn mechanics work. All mm-hmm. right. How about some people who thinks that you have what it takes, make a party in Duty Finder. Just one person, you're opening up seven chances for other people. Don't be afraid to make party. All right. Don't be afraid to join. If you are those trolls, you know, we, we always say, what if this person genuinely just want to sabotage the party, just want to get a carry? Right. Guess what? Come 3.2, there's no such thing as carry. Everybody start from scratch. It's, a, it's one of the best chance already for the whole park community to start somewhere together. Right now, I'm not sure how many guys, you, like if a new patch were to come in, I'm not sure how many people are willing to like, you know, grind the Midas Savage. Don't want I, I don't know, man. But let's say now you have two, you just need two more percent. You are looking at two hundred percent increase in your party finder activity already. And these people who learn, these park who learn, I mean, they are there for a reason, right? They don't have a static. That's why they join park, right? And then these people will make party. You can identify who is good, who is bad, add them to friend list, add them to list. I don't care what you do, man. And then, and then next time you get them together, and then there you go, man. You start growing from there, man. Rather than you know just sit and wait. Yo, let's wait for a video, man. Let's wait for the video. Wait five, fucking five weeks for a video. Five weeks after you get some people who tried in static, disband their static, and then you know all these problems come again. Looking for experienced player or watch a fucking video, and then you people people in the park is like, we don't have experience. We don't even know what the video is talking about. And then you you start all these treadmill problem all over again. So 3.2, a good chance. I mean, I hope. That, I mean, I know there's people out there, like what Nika covered uh, cover earlier. There's people who is burnout. But... At the same time, I've seen a few, you know, streamers as well, like Zeno, you know, Mr. Fuji, Rin Chan. They are every, they, they are literally every single day, every single stream session, they are helping people out there. Like, 
you 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 already got three people out there you know why not everybody you know step in and work together i mean J, trust me man jp is uh, i hope there's no jp here jp is as bad as na and you na there is na that's as good as jp but it, the, the only difference you and us have is that the 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 jp people have more opportunity to learn in the party finder than the NSB. I'll, I'll just take for example, man, Nika, you you haven't cleared turn four, right? I just throw you an example. If I were to uh, handpick you, I'll throw you into Chocobo server. Maybe you know how to communicate in a certain degree of Japanese, let's say for mm -hmm. example. I will guarantee you, you would already clear turn four already. Your <laughs> friends in the static would already clear turn four already because you have so much opportunity to learn even though you don't feel motivated, the party finder will fucking flood you to make, oh my God, there's so many, why, why not give it a shot? You know, this is, this is what, this is what um, I, I want to say, man. Like, so many people keep asking me, what can I do to make the NA community better? It's not one man effort. It's not one group effort. It's not one time effort. You, you, gotta, you guys got to keep going at it. You know, 3.2 is the good chance. You know, back when the Knights of the Round first introduced, it's a, fucking brand new content right i was like okay this is your chance man you guys were wondering watching stream watching mr happy stream watching my stream watching xeno stream etc how to you know how to clear it how about you guys actually i mean i appreciate you guys watching but how about you pause the stream for a second you know go check out your party finder make a party finder because everyone start from stretch you don't have to watch me how to do it for like three days later you know somebody you you can immediately form a group everybody start the stretch neutral ground let's go at it but i mean you know? and that's that's fair though but the thing is is that uh, uh, dude i'm not gonna be one to do that like I, I i mean that's that's great to say i'm definitely not i mean there's still nothing that makes me go oh, i'm gonna get into alex savage and it, it, literally there's nothing i mean i i have there's stuff that i do when i log on and then that's it like i i do my stuff and then i log off you know like there's it, 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 saying all that is it's a nice thought and if you're one of those players that sits around with tons of time saying that they you got nothing to do yeah maybe that is something for you to do uh but at least for me and uh, you know from from where i sit it's like i've i've got no reason to even walk in to alexander savage at all uh, on any level you know there's there's no, i mean not not doesn't have to be like you know doesn't have to be alexander i mean those are, you know, those are probably, you know, we see the numbers, we multiply probably just, what, 5-10% of the population that's actually attempting. I mean, Party Finder doesn't just open up for Alexander Savage. If you have that foundation, if a new primal comes in, right. all these things can work together, you know, especially it's the easier content, it should fly off even better. The right. thing is, somebody, just one guy, you just need one guy who thinks that he have what it takes yeah. to form a party and seven other people who think that they can do it. Because I can tell you right now, there's a lot of good players that wants to clear Savage out there, but they couldn't, not because they are not skilled enough. It's because, you know, like like we see the chart, people leaving the game, blah, blah, blah. But there is still people who wants to clear it. You know, these people doesn't have a chance to get into static. You know, party finder can make them stand out you, know, I, you will but, be able to say you know yo yo, yo uh, Enero, i saw I, I saw this Enero guy you know in party finder pretty good man let's pick him up pick him up for example then you open up opportunities for a lot of people that, that, i mean that's just something i want to 
just highlight you know yeah no i i hear you i it's just you know it's tough man it's tough because like uh yep, yep. you know to to that that requires self-motivation and uh you know some sometimes I'll, I'll i'll cop to it sometimes i have it sometimes i don't you know sometimes i'm just not motivated to do stuff like that and at the end of the day it's on me but i can't and and my whole thing with with the get good thing like I don't sit around complaining that I don't have that raid gear or that I don't have, you know, those Thornton clears. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm, I, yeah. I grant you, I'm not trying and, and, and that's a little shitty. But at the same time, I'm not sitting around demanding that this shit be made easier for other people because I can't do it or I don't want to do it or I'm too intimidated to try. Yeah. Same thing in Nero. I don't have it, but I know that's because I suck at it. And see, and, and the thing for me is that there is such a wealth of content that exists on the casual, uh, the casual level that we all do either because we're, you know, specifically grinding points or like, you know, we're doing dailies or whatever. Whatever, but there's such a wealth of that stuff to do, and those players who who operate at that at that extremely high level have nothing to. They legitimately don't have anything to do. Okay, and and I hear what you're saying, Arthur's, is that if you're a player at that level, then maybe going back and investing in let's call it young talent, that that may be something that you could do. That then people end up, you know, like that. You're you're making you're making other you know teach a man to fish right like that whole thing right and and so and so it, it's it just it it's this uh, it's the dichotomy between like okay well if I have all my shit why should I even still bother logging in if like step one if if the person's not logging in they can't help anything they can't help anyone so there's got to be a reason for them to log in and that's why I keep going back to this glory gear shit man because if that if that that remains there at the end to you know that you dangle in front of them that's a reason for someone to keep grinding it's a reason for someone to keep making groups and teaching other people how to do stuff in this game it's not going to come from within that's my point is that it's not going to come yeah. from some kind of internal sense of like oh well i i you know like i i really feel like the rest of the community should be better at it like no like most of the community doesn't care and if they don't care then why should you care about them caring like you know like that that's at the end it this is square enix's problem at the end of the day this is square enix's problem and they haven't addressed it at all and at, maybe they will in 3.2 i don't know but that if if you think that they, that they're definitely going to address it in 3.2 uh you've got a lot more faith than i do so um, <laughs> anyway yeah, Ar- I, mean, I mean that's it yeah that's it man Ar- uh, that's th- enough salt already <laughs> th- thank you so much for the call man uh you got it you got a shout out you want to give oh, oh earlier you guys are saying a lot of verminian holy shit man i mean come on don't watch the trailer I, i've made a lot of verminian video can i can i link it it's no, freaking awesome man. no 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 <laughs> no i think i think we need Absolutely. to close it off yeah no no you can't a, a verminion video really really no, arthur's it, really it's against verminion oh against Verm. it's against yeah. oh you know he hates verminion <laughs> i was gonna say i was very confused by this yeah go ahead yes, you can link, link the video but that's your shout out <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's you always go. a pleasure having you on arthur thank you arthur's uh very interesting and i i did like that graph that breakdown of the graph um can, I, can we take just a moment to kind of explore the change in arthur's 
characters that we've seen since his first appearance on the show. Oh, I think I think he's been. Uh, I think he's, he's been, been pretty consistent. Yeah, he's, he's been consistent in his message, but his level of frustration with the NA community, oh. I feel like, where when he first started, <laughs> he was very positive and very like, "You guys can do this. You guys are amazing. You just don't realize that." Now you're he's amazing. just like, "You motherfuckers, come on!" Just <laughs> you're not, come on. He, now he's at the point where he's like, "You're not even fucking trying. You're not even trying. Look at the graph. You're not trying." He's been Americanized. He's uh. he's just been like, "Oh my god, they they don't." They don't even want to try. Welcome to the club, Arthurs. We've been here for a while. Uh, so, all right. Thank you very much for the call. Uh, we're kind of getting uh, down towards the uh, the end of the show here. Um, and there's a there's a little bit that uh, that that we had that we you know we tossed about tossed around doing today. Uh, and uh, let's let's give it a shot. Let's 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 try this. All right. All right. We're gonna give it a shot. We're gonna <clears throat> give it a shot. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. I can't help but notice. That you guys keep changing races all the time. Like, what are you this week? How many Fantasias have you guys spent? Seriously, like, like I'm, how, I'm, I'm a Cote. But that's, look, I'm in on, terms I am of, on a Eorzean racial tour, okay? I'm trying to make sure Jesus. everyone feels represented in the community. And I they have single handedly boosted wait, Fantasia stocks. Yeah, why, wait, why are you the person to be representing? Because I have the, uh, well, how about the fact that I'm uh, uh, on the stream the most? I'm the person that people see the most when they tune in. That was reaching. I, no, that, you, are you kidding? This is this, this is my tenth day in a row being on the stream. I have been on the stream every single day since the start of the new year. Okay. Bam. Okay. Bam. Yeah. So the reason that I'm the one changing so that, that, is because that, wait, people that see automatically, me the most. That automatically makes face. you the most. I am the face of LBR. That therefore, auto- I must encompass as many people as possible. Suddenly, uh. suddenly, suddenly, you do ten days. You do ten days of streaming and. Uh, and then, and then you just you're you're the one that's on the most, huh? Yeah, my okay. 110 viewer count at fucking 4:30 a.m. I think says a lot. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing okay. that. I'm just saying that, like, in terms of like hours spent on the stream, I don't know that you've overtake. I mean, you were like non-existent for a while. Like, you were a non-factor Dude, on the stream for a for while. For a while, we were between all of us, except for Escalia. And kind of Nika was only doing Tuesday streams yeah. since the bet though. Yeah. Yeah. Easily since the bet started. I bet that, that you guys don't even get double the time that I've spent on there because, yes! because when I'm on, yeah. I'm on for like six to eight hours. Yeah. I'd put money on that if we had a way to track it. Do we have a way to track that? So that justifies Counting. you. That justifies your expenditure on uh, on Fantasias. We can't pay for any more I of these. I pay for my own Fantasia. Yeah. In fact, I've only ever bought Light one dick. Fantasia. Okay. Ryuichi bought me one of them. So you don't pay for your Fantasias. I paid for two of them. <laughs> and you know what? Fuck you, Nika. Fuck what? you. That last Fantasia that I bought to, to get out of my fucking dirty Femro skin... Put my bank account in the negative. <laughs> Good. And, and I ended up getting two overdraft fees. It's, it's for a it. sign that Good. you should have stayed Femro for life. Yeah. No, well, now, off. what is your overdraft fee? $23. You paid $46 to get out of being a Femro. $56. You paid $56 yeah. to stop being a And you a know what? You know what? Worth it. <laughs> I just worth it. I, you know, I, I could say it wasn't me that made you do it. That was your idea. 
You could have stayed ephemeral. Let me just let me just saying. let me just say something. This is just personally frustrating to me because we have this great poster that Max V did. We've got them. We've got them printed. They're sitting in front of us. And as I look at them, I'm like, I don't recognize any of these fucking people. Who are these people? I don't know who these people are. When 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 our fans get these get these posters, they're gonna be like, I have no idea who these characters I are. I was streaming one night and didn't feel like having my camera on, so I had a I had a picture up in place of it of my old character, right? right. And uh, uh, Malktheria was like, Oh my god, who's that hot Elvin? I yeah. want to bury my face in his pecs. <laughs> yeah, that's awkward. And then we told okay. her, she's like, awkward. Oh, <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> Did she say it like that too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So, but yeah, no, we, 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 we've got What's your point. What's wrong with us being racially we, fluid? We've got oh, God, that yeah, term again. That, racially, that's my excuse. Racially for it. fluid. Yeah. Racially fluid. What is racially fluid? Yeah. Can you, is it like gender fluid? That, no, does that mean you identify with all races all the time? It means sometimes I feel like a cat. Sometimes I feel like a potato. And sometimes I feel like I need boobs. Okay. Sometimes That's I just gender feel fluid. Boobs. You're dipping over a bit there. Yeah. Can, but, 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 but you're they're clearly gender and race fluid though. Look at them. They are both female characters right now. But see, here's the thing. So but remember they're dudes. Here's the th- <laughs> here's the thing. There was this there was this thing that we we used to do this a lot on the old Eleven show. And we used to come up we used to come up with kind of like uh, uh, stereotypes for different races, but it would be based on shit that we would ever that we would do on the show, right? Like, uh, and, and and some of it was a little bit based in lore too. Like, Kahlo, you're you're you know you were always really arrogant because you were an Alvon, right? Yeah, that fit in too. And uh, you're right, we don't see a whole lot of that. You in, don't. They do not have something associated with every race in this. Game. No, that is a theme that they abandoned. They to- completely abandoned. Yeah, I it, do like how how uh, there is a Gridanian somewhere in some cutscene. That refers to sylphs as cabbage heads. <laughs> what, really? Yeah, that's pretty racist, right? That, that is kind of racist. That's probably very racist. I'm, yeah, that I'm not gonna lie. That's that's pretty fucking racist. I think cabbage heads might be their word. I don't think we can say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I just I I thought like why we should try to bring this back, right? Like we should try to it, the, reintroduce stereotypes to Aorzia. Yeah, because like <laughs> why do we need that? <laughs> because, I don't no, think we no, need that. because you know what? Because diversity. Yes. That's why. Exactly. It, 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 because it, if these it, guys it, it, if these guys diversity. If these guys feel comfortable enough to switch between races, they should at least know what they're going to get when they go to the race, right? Like come on. Right? That's fair, isn't it? No, you're just gonna just be quiet. I think I, I think it's fair. I, I think it's fair. I think yeah. This is gonna do one of two things. It's gonna help the game, <laughs> and it's gonna help us be more diverse. We're adding to lore, or <laughs> it's gonna backfire completely, and we're gonna we're gonna get social justice wars coming out of the fucking woodwork at us. And you know what that's gonna do? It's gonna increase view rates. This is a win win for us. <laughs> Greatest <laughs> conversation ever. Crowd or chatter says uh, fantasy racism is best racism. Uh, so, well, uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's come up with some, uh, let's come up with some stereotypes, but I'm going to add something to it. Okay. We're not just going to, we're not just going to like throw out a stereotype and figure out like which race this seems to apply best to. All sure. right. We've, we've got, we've, we've actually got this. We've got, oh, we've got, no. a, we've got a, a spinning wheel. Oh my God. You have a wheel of racism. We are. No, <laughs> no. It's racial roulette. We are doing the racial oh, roulette today. Oh no. And by, by the way, by the way. 
way, this does have a breakdown of both sides of the races. So, we, oh, right. So, oh. like, we have like Dusk White, Elizan. I like that. Yeah. So like we're getting that. we're getting kind of specific here. All right. So we want to take your calls. If you can think of, uh, if you can think of like a uh, stereotype that you want to see which race in Eorzea that applies to, we're going to answer this question right here on the air. Yeah. You call up. You give us a stereotype, and we're going to spin the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, no. It, it, the the way that it is is that we got to come up with a stereotype and then we spin the wheel to figure out which which race that applies to. Right. Right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so Nika, are you okay with being associated with this? No, so what you're saying is that none of these are even really true. We're just we're just we're, we're just these making are all them up. true. We are adding to the lore today. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever we come up with today, that's a thing. It's, that's it's right. canon. It's head canon. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Canon. We're, yep. we're we're we are we are at it. Yes, we are definitively adding to the lore and square Enix, these are free. You don't have to pay us for any of these. You can As start, but you, but you can pay for it. You, you, oh, well, you could if you want you, to. You, you, but, you don't have to, but you can. But but yeah, you can. You, if if you want to start subtly incorporating some of these into your game, we would not be. We, we I don't think we would be bothered by that at all. Not even a little bit. All right, so. I think we're probably going to have to start it off because I don't think any any of the chatters are going to willingly throw out stereotypes until we. Get I think going. I, um, I've already seen a couple. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, no, no. I, I was wrong. Let me here. Uh, I want to start off with this is pro. Okay, like let's start with the elephant in the in the room. This is usually uh, when something like this is discussed. This is one of the first things that's brought up. Okay. Okay. Who has the largest penis? Are we taking like bets? Are we taking bets? No, no, no. But that's no. That's okay. Now, is this largest penis an average length or proportionate to your body? Oh, that's a good. That's a a good thing. Yeah, that is a good distinction. And and width and circumference. Well, now we're all that. All that in general. The point is, is it just largest overall or in proportion? Uh, let's go largest in proportion. I think in proportion makes the most sense. In proportion to their body size. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're gonna give it a spin here. Who we got? Who we got? Who has the largest penis? Dusk White Ellison. Oh my god, that's oh, what Dusk White That's Ellison. what Kahlo is originally. Uh, <laughs> and you left. The 9.5 holds true. <laughs> Congratulations, Dusk White Ellison. You guys get to have the largest penis. Although I think the chat has some personal experience because more actually about 20 people agree that the Lollafell have the biggest Oh, penis. stop. No, no, no. Ban no, all no, no, of them. No. Yeah. Yeah. Get out That's of your bell bong. There must be some personal experience. Yeah. Get out of your bell bong. Kooky, I think you have some banning work Nevertheless, <laughs> it is official lore now. Dusk White Ellison have Ellison. the largest penises yes, proportionate to body yes. size. Yes, Okay. Hey, so, wait. Hold on. We got Melchiria wanting to add a stereotype. <laughs> okay. Melchiria. Well, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Before before we go to Melchiria, before right. we go to Melchiria, we got to figure out what, what's on the other side of that, okay? Oh, who's got the smallest? Who's penis? got the smallest penis, All right? right? Okay. Because yep. like that's it's how Rose. that's how that's sort of how it works in real life. There's a largest penis, there's a smallest penis. We have to figure out who. It's got to be the Rose. All the steroids that they've taken over the years, it's shrunk oh, yeah. their shit, man. I well, hope hey. against hope that it comes up Dusk White Ellison again, <laughs> and they're just like they span the spectrum. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's a spin. Let's see who it's gonna be. Plainsfolk Lollafell. That seems uh, appropriate. That's yeah. unfortunate. That's appropriate. Okay. Every other every Plainsfolk Lollafell now micro, wants to switch to Dunesfolk. That's plains, it. Mi- micro penises. Plainsfolk Lollafell. Congratulations. You have been assigned the shortest penises. Yes. You have the smallest penises. Con- uh, congratulations. And keep in mind that says no one in relation to their body proportion. So that's yeah. super tiny. That is super. That tiny. is very 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 small. Uh, very small. Uh, uh, remember, the remember, chat has, uh, has pointed out Z uh, Z. 
Harku says that uh, you can actually tell the length of an Elizin dick based in proportion to their neck length. I don't know that that's canon, but you know that's uh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. It, it's as canon as saying you can tell by shoe size. You uh, you know what they say about Elizins with long necks. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I see where you're going yeah. with that. That was good. That was good. All right, Malkyria. Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, let's uh, let's let's get a stereotype from you and spin the wheel. Oh man, I'm on this like. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. So, who uh, who among the races who are the biggest kleptomaniac pack rats? Oh, who oh, the hoarders? Who's the hoarders? Who, who, yeah, who steals and hoards? Who is the race that you don't want to leave in your home unattended? Pretty fucking much. That's oh, a good yeah. question. In the wheel. That's a good quaggy. All right, let's Do spin we the wheel. Do we just on there? Let's spin the wheel. Kahlo. Yeah. <laughs> Dunes folk Lollafell. That uh, actually oh, seems really that, appropriate. That's probably okay. about right. Them little given, fuckers. Also, given the fact that, that most of Ulda is our Dunes folk Lollafell, so <laughs> yes. it makes fucking sense. That, more, that makes perfect fucking sense. Thank you, Melchtheria. We appreciate it. Is, is Lolorito and Telegi Adelegi, are they Dunes folk? They probably. <laughs> Are. Oh, they have to be. They have I'm to be. I'm a halfling. I rely on stealth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. Um. Uh, so, uh, have you ever been behind? Have you, okay. Have you ever been in the hunt line? You get, you know, you 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 zone in. You get on your chocobo, and immediately you're stuck behind the one motherfucker who cannot chocobo correctly. They're just all over the place. You're 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 oh, colliding, God. Like, kicking just, up mud all over you yeah, it's, they're just the worst they have just no it doesn't matter if they're no behind respect. the wheel there it doesn't matter if they're behind the wheel of a chocobo it doesn't matter if they're if they're driving a magitech doesn't matter god right? Fires day drivers fucking a so uh i and and every time you try to pass them every time you try to see them to figure out because you want to flip them off yeah you, you want to give them the bird yeah you want to yeah. know who is this motherfucker that's ruining my day give him the bird from the bird all right let's it's always the same race and that race is <laughs> Sea Wolf Rogan. Oh, no, it not. is Rogan. Sea Wolf Rogan. Sea Wolf Rogan. Excuse me, excuse me, Nika. Could uh, could we speak to Senpai for a second? We need to confirm something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I think that that pretty much okay, confirms that it. Does confirm yep. it. Yep. Right, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Sea Wolf Rogan cannot drive. So never drive anywhere with Nika ever. Just so you know. <laughs> I never. have I have some double mounted uh, chocobos. You can come with me. Oh, I, I promise. Oh. I promise. It's a death trap if I you've ever seen one. I promise. Get out. You. At your own risk. At your <laughs> own risk. Uh, by the way, uh, if you if you want to add some of your own stereotypes to our list of uh, racial roulette here, give us a call 810-515-8715 or Limit Break Radio on <clears throat> Skype. Nika and Senpai are getting ready to go on a on a trip. She gets out her double mount chocobo and he's just like, no, honey. No. He gets out all his right, own. Right, like, I'm right. driving. I've, I've got one now. I've got one now. Oh, hold what? on. Hold on. What? We got a caller who wants oh, to right, do one. Fine. We got Visenya. Visenya. How's it going, Visenya? Hey, I thought I wasn't allowed to call into Limit Break Radio anymore. That's okay. He doesn't remember (laughs) any of that. Juxta controls the calls anyway. Yeah, but he controls your volume. Just shush. (laughs) (laughs) What's your stereotype, Visenya? Okay, which race is unnecessarily clean? Oh, the neat freaks. Unnecessarily clean. the neat freaks. Yep, yep. All right, let's find out here. Our neat freaks are... Plains folk Lalafell. It was right there on the on the on the on the edge of. Uh, now are we talk? Are we talking like borderline OCD clean? Yes, we're talking about spring clean every 
week. Ah. Like at least twice a week. Tiny penises so and the to- the They're compensating for their opposites who are the hoarders. These ones are the, they're, that, they're trying to evolve past That's that. true. And when you have no way to really let out your sexual frustration, I guess all you do is clean. All right. All right. He's a fun vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Visenya. Uh, if you want to uh, add uh, your stereotype to uh, the, the the spin wheel here, I don't know, the racial roulette. Racial roulette. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I got one now. Okay. This yeah, is something you that, you that everyone's dying to know. Okay. Just going forward. Yeah. We need to know who's the most sexually deviant. Oh. Ooh. This has to be Makote. Uh, sexually you, deviant. Now, you might be surprised. Now, in what way? Like, in what? Like, are we talking like, like, like who's willing to do anything you ask? Mm. Oh, so the most kinky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's, yeah. that's we're looking. Lo- we're looking for the Eorzean kinksters here. Everybody needs to know this. Okay. See, I thought I was going in like a Fifty Shades of Grey direction with that, but you're just going like all holes. Oh yeah. Okay. All no, holes. Just straight right. up kinky. All right. So uh, kinkiness. That is going to be. Plains Folk Lollafell again. The fuck? What? They have the smallest penis, so they have no way to release it. So they just do all that creepy stuff like Japan. You know what? And that's why they're also into being clean freaks. They're fucking their vacuums. I think we need someone Mm. else to spin that wheel. (laughs) (laughs) It's Hey, this wheel is literally on the stream. It's uh, random. It's like a random number. Everybody's seeing it. Good golly, Miss Molly. Nobody nobody can control this. So following off of kinkiness, how about just sluttiest? Sluttiest. Okay, that's different because... That is different. Kinkiness is actually when the clothes come off. Sluttiness is, I would How say, how often they come off. No, I well, I, I, I would say, like you, you would say, uh, the, the amount of sex somebody is having versus the weirdness that it yeah, is. True, you know what? Or, I, that's right. I would prefer to know who the sluttiest is, not the kinkiest. We need the sluttiest. Okay. All right. Sluttiest it is. The sluttiest race is. Oh, hang on. That that was not a good spin. There it goes. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. We have so many people. I'm- Hellsguard Rogadin. <laughs> oh, the Hellsguard. Hellsguard Rogadin. Who would have thought? I know. It's right in the name, Hellsguard. Well, it's because they, they have to objectively buy more clothing every time they go buy more clothing. So the, everything that they buy just looks smaller. Just looks smaller. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we've got a ton of people. Let's go to the phone lines then if we've got a ton of people. Okay. We got Shintasin. Shintasin. What's going on, man? What's going on, gentlemen? How you doing? And hi, Nika. Hi. All right. So what is your uh, stereotype that you want to uh, spin the wheel for? I got a two I could throw out. All right. All right. First one is, genetically, who's more than likely to be an alcoholic? Oh. oh. Most genetically predispositioned toward the bottle. All, All right. right. Spin that roulette. Here we go. Wait, hang on. There we- why does it spin the wheel? Learn to spin. I don't know why it does that. That would be the dusk white Ellison to go along with their big penises. So, well, to I mean, it makes sense because you're drinking so often, you need to uh, get yourself prepared for for having a big dick. I don't know. What I'm sorry. Whiskey dick is a real thing. <laughs> Speaking uh, from but when you're, when you're a dusk white Ellison, it doesn't matter if you have whiskey dick. You're still huge. <laughs> and what's your what's your second? What's your second? Yeah, what's the second one, Shinta? Uh, genetically, who is more likely to be naturally gifted at math? <laughs> Good at math. Uh, Good at math. Yes. That's uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let, let's uh, let's spin the wheel and uh, find out. 
Skarsgård Rogan in. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. That's Why a little bit surprising. Why are the here and the Kote completely absent from these? The, the, uh, so are the... <laughs> because they're average at every oh, the We are jack of all trades. The, the O'Ra and the McCarthy, they're all on there. I guarantee you, they're all on there. Uh, all uh, right. My benefactor is not a Rogan, actually. Shintasin, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, okay, let's... Let, let's jump into the next call, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah, just, just keep, go... Keep yeah, just keep, keep yeah, I'm, rap, I'm working on Keep it. rapid firing that shit. But uh, how about we uh, find out, uh, speaking of your benefactor, uh-huh. who is the cheapest? Which which is the cheapest race? Okay. Skin flints. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Who's let's, pinching them gills? Yep. Dusk white Ellison. I do get a lot of money that I don't spend. <laughs> <laughs> These are all so on point. He's getting so drunk, but he's being very smart. He's waiting for the two-for-one sales to do it. And... No, I just get other people to buy it for me oh, or, or okay. my benefactor. You're rich, but people are still buying you drinks because yeah. you have a big penis. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. really looking forward to FanFest this year, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, and again, I'm the one spinning, so it's not like this guy is, uh, you know, stopping the roulette wheel underneath the uh, underneath the table or something. Uh, we got uh, Jinx McNinja with a stereotype. Jinx McNinja, what's your stereotype on? me my stereotype is going to be who are the chronic masturbators oh no chronic masturbators all right let's go let's see who it is the wildwood ellison with their average size penis they are just masturbating like crazy it's, it's because us dusk whites take all the honey it's I a n- jealousy thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it has yeah, to be i could see that thank you so much shintasin uh let's see that was jinx mcninja oh i'm sorry jinx, <laughs> Jeez. jinx mcninja sorry buddy uh let's uh let's see uh who always has coke Someone always has Coke, Somebody right? Somebody does. And Coke. Are you saying who's the drug heads? No, 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 no. Coke is an item in this game. Which race has Coke all the time? <laughs> all the time. We're going to find out. Who is it? Makote, Keeper of the Moon. Got to talk to the cats. Dodgeable on that Coke. Huh. I'm actually not a keeper of the moon. I'm the other one right now. The sun? Yeah, yeah Seeker so of the sun. I wouldn't know. I'm the sun as well. I'm so. Seeker of the sun as well. Why do? Why am I friends with you guys? <laughs> because okay, I, don't, I, don't I was know. secret we of the sun before the either of them. <laughs> uh, I just need to know somebody who has coke. All right. Um, we got another person in the in the, the pipeline. We got Lilith Lament Leviathan. What's up, Lilith? Not much. Uh, what of the races is uh, most likely not to have a job? Oh, oh. No. All right. unemployed. Unemployed. The most likely race to be unemployed in Eorzea is Seekers of the Sun. Uh, it's so true. It's so true. Okay, uh, look, my thing is, why Bam. do we need a job? We have people giving us money. Yeah, yeah so people true. throw money at us. Yeah. That yeah. is the most appropriate selection of all time because I know no. I, you guys are the biggest welfare queens yes. that I can think of. Okay, all right. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They may not call it a job, but looking adorable ain't easy. <laughs> all right, all right. While we're on the topic, who's the most likely to be in line for welfare tome gear? Oh, uh, right, because, yeah, uh, least likely uh, race to raid. All yep, right, all yep. right, all right. Let's see who that's going to be. 
Dunes Folk that Lollafell. That was almost Mikote Keepers of the Sun, wasn't it? It was almost. <laughs> it, was. It, was. It, was. It, was. it almost was. But, but I, the wheel has spoken. I, the wheel yes, has the spoken. wheel. The wheel speaks. I don't. I. I don't. I don't control it. So. So uh, they're not only stealing from people, but they're also going to collect welfare, dude. Some shady people, dude. Well, we knew that Dunes. We knew that Lollafell were, uh, were were sketchy. We've always known that that Dunes folk are sketchy. Come on now, come on, come on. Yeah, murdering murdering the Sultana. Come on, we knew this. All right, we knew all right. this. Pretty, do, do we do we have another caller? We yet? got Peach on the line. Peach, what's up? Give us uh, give us a uh, 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 stereotype here. What's up, guys? Uh, Lollafell Dunes over here. My stereotype I want to know is who would be the best wingman? Ooh, good question. Yeah. I like that. Who I do like you that. Have on your arm in a bar. Yes. Come good. fan fest. I need to know this. Good question. Good question. Objectively, according to the racial roulette, it is the Rain Ora. Finally, the Ora getting on the board. Okay. Uh, so, Ora are the best wingman. If you want to get hooked up, get friends with an Ora. Thank you very much for the call. Uh, this is actually, I, I love that people are getting into this. Uh, how about uh, mm, um, Sucks at Sports? Sucks at Sports. Sucks at Sports. Oh, sucks at Sports. God, yeah. Who sucks at sports? Dunes folk lollipop. Yeah, okay. nobody, okay. no, yeah. nobody is going to disagree with that. No, no that's, okay. no, that's right. just accurate. All right, so let's say you're uh, you're 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 picking sides for the blitzball teams. Okay, who you want to pick? Who you want to uh, look out for? Who's oh. better at blitzball? Best blitzball blitz player. Okay, blitz all right. Even though blitzball's not in fourteen, it's fine. Not yet. Not yet, motherfucker. Shut your mouth. Here we go. Let's find out who's best at blitzball. It's not Titus. It is the Keeper of the Moon. Oh, well, they're coke. all up on Coke, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that note, who can't swim? Oh, good call. Good call. Who can't swim? So we co- Keepers of the Moon are the best at Blitzball. Yeah. Okay. Dusk White Ellison. This you guys is, can't swim? They, look, this may be a generalized thing, but I can. I'm, I'm, I did, don't happen to be in it this time. Is it the dick holding you down? <laughs> yeah. It's that, it's that, that anchor, thing man. would weigh you down. Is that, yeah. is that, is that well, extra look, girth okay. dragging it's, you to the bottom? It's not so much we can't swim as we don't really need, we don't have the time to. You know, once we put on them trunks, it's just girls everywhere. It's He never makes it off the beach. He never gets to the, the ocean. Yep. All, All right. right. We got another person on the line. We All got, right. We got Zero on the line. Zero, what's up? What's, what is your, uh, what is your uh, stereotype? Oh, I've got two stereotypes. All for right. One, who's going to be the best person to have drinks with? That person that's best? just going to be chill, be your wingman, and just generally, they're not going to cause problems. We have okay. wingman, but best drinking buddy is a different thing. Yeah, drinking buddy is definitely different. I've got I've got wingman, I've got drinking buddies. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're definitely different camps. All right, let's find out. Best drinking buddy is... Oddly, Dunes Folk Lollafell. That's an odd That's choice. surprising that to me. That is very surprising. Of course it's going to be them, because they're going to steal your shit when you're passed out. They're the they're worst wingmen. I mean, well, it's debatable. Now, okay. the question is, the second one, who is the most violent? These are the guys you do not want to drink with, because they're in the party. You're just like, shit. Oh. Most prone to violence. Most prone to violence. Good call. Good call. All right. Most prone to violence is... Hellsguard Rogadin makes sense. Oh god damn it! The biggest <laughs> motherfuckers there. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for them. They are and and they're huge. That that doesn't help either. It doesn't help that they are. You know what? Though? When they yeah, punch, it hurts. Yeah, they're not huge where it counts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, do we have one more? Do we have one more caller that we can do? Uh, yeah, we got one more caller. All right, we'll do one more. 
we get to uh, we're foregoing emails again this week uh, because yep. we have uh, we have run this I, so long. I would like to know who is most prone to mental illness so we can just stay away from them at FanFest. Okay, good call, good call. Most prone to mental illness is. I, th- I thought that was I hang on. I swear to God, that I thought it looks that, like that was on Rogan. It looks like Wolves. it was on it looked like it was on Rogan and Seawolves. Nika, I was about to jump all over you, but you, <laughs> you got lucky. It was one click. Mm-hmm. It was one click away from being uh from, from being Rogan. But no, it is in fact Makote, Keeper of the Moon, which if you've ever had sex with him, yeah, you'd know that's true. So yeah. All right. That all sounded right. like the voice of experience. Yeah. <laughs> Last caller, we got Carletta. Carletta! Hello! All right, Carletta, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this up right. Uh, give us a uh, stereotype that we can spin the wheel for. Now, who loves sheep just a little bit too much? Whoa. Whoa. Are you asking who are sheep fuckers? Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Who who are the sheep fuckers? Fucks sheep. Now now are we are we asking this question because we're worried about the uh the 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 integrity of uh the yo sheep's bunghole at the oh next fan God. fest? Is that oh what we're worried God. about? Or are uh, we just do, do, do we just want to know who's who's out there uh uh raising animals and having sex with them? For uh, Yo Sheep, I wasn't even thinking about him. Doug, yeah, you know, he's got to be. If he's available in like smaller women, you know, I'd have no problem with that. <laughs> oh, this is oh. where Hayur need to pop up. They're yeah. the only one that haven't graced the wheel yet. Yeah, yeah it's time for Hayur. All right, we'll see. All right, uh, okay. sheep fuckers. Who are sheep fuckers? <laughs> Highlander Hayurs. There you go. Oh, they and they're Highlanders. Oh my God, it's so fitting. They're Highland. Yes, that does. Wow, that actually. All of <laughs> these. All of these have oddly made a, a little bit of a sense. Nero. What? Which of the Highlanders are you? Midlander. <laughs> oh really? Midlander. Uh, can we, we, can we check in game Highlander. real quick? Yeah, can we get a confirmation on that? Is it, wait, which is which? Which is which? Just check. no. Which is which? Is the is the is uh um. Godbert, is he Midlander or Highlander? I don't know. I, I actually would, don't know. I wouldn't be sure able, see exactly. I wouldn't be able to tell you even if I took off my fucking helmet. Y'all look the same not be able to tell you. Does it not show you somewhere under your your character sheet? I don't it's know. A, it, it might because you have to click on character. <laughs> mm. So on that note, which race all looks the same to us? <laughs> <laughs> That's, no, 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 no. That's amazing. Strong jaws. That is amazing. That was a great that's, joke, Anero. That's amazing. Thank you. Props for Anero. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, but we have to find out. We have to answer that question. Which race? I think we already did. Which race? <laughs> I think we did. Which race looks... looks? No, it's a, that's a spin. That's a spin. All right, spin it. All right, here we go. Which which race looks the same? Zillalafel. Duskwhite Ellison. <laughs> Y'all look the same to us. You know how you can tell us apart. <laughs> Not by your penises. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh jeez. Arigato racist. Yeah. Oh man. Uh thank you so much, Carletta. Thank you. I we appreciate the call. Uh hang on. <laughs> the Manderville's confirmed for sheep fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that dance came from. Uh all right, well, one more. One more. One more. Just because this one doesn't even need a spin. Always late, Rogadin. Come on. Shut up. Rogadin. <laughs> Always late is Rogadin. All- no. Yes. Oh, come on. Nika, when did you get to the studio? Were we live when you got to the studio today? Uh, no. I think we- I was. I was in the chair during the commercial. 
I don't believe that. I don't. I. I can we check the tape? Yeah, we're gonna have to check the tape. I don't know that I believe. I that. am. I am never. I am always there before the intro goes live. Uh-huh. Juxa and I had to drive. What would normally be an hour ended up being like two and a half hours through Hoth battle level weather and still made it here before you. <laughs> That's did. right. You're in your uh, home. You AFK your characters hours You're before. I'm actually in doing stuff. Your home. You can AFK your character beforehand too. Yeah. No, I was doing stuff like in the game. Who's always making excuses? Seawolf Rogan. Oh, hey, look at that. Good job. Yeah. Get out. This was a fun game. I had fun doing this. We should do this again. This is a segment that may return. This, yeah, I, th- I think Although just... I'd be interested if, in real lore how some of these add up. Because I know some of them, actually, some people were saying that in the lore, Highlander Hewer have the least jobs because they're all refugees from, you know... All uh, 90% of those you could make an argument for. Honestly, the wheel was very true today. It, the, 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 yeah, like that's the thing. We left it up to the wheel. The wheel was actually pretty, uh, pretty dead on the nose. So, uh, wow. Uh, I, it, I'm, I'm kind of impressed with how this went down. I thought it was going to be a lot more silly and ridiculous, but it actually, most of those ended up making some sort of, you could, you could put a little bit of the lore justification there each time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us for today. Uh, this has been a super fun episode. Uh, uh, sorry we didn't get again to emails though. We were light on emails from this past week, uh, so uh, I you know not that not that big of a loss. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll I'm sure that we'll uh, have have to find stuff to talk about next week. So uh, thank you guys for uh, all of your calls for uh, hanging out for uh, limit breaking music and uh, for of course checking out the show now the thing is is that there's 297 of you and i just need all of your bit of attention for just a few minutes okay because uh, what's going to happen is we're going to wrap up this show and then we're going to kick it to a little bit of music for a second and we're going to host final encounter cast which is our other show that we're going to start over at six now the reason that i want all of you to join us over at final encounter cast is not just because uh our numbers will look really good for that show but it's also because we're going to have a really important discussion on the show today uh we're going to be talking about uh you know i i, I shared a story a couple of weeks back that uh, I had recently been uh, let go from my job and uh, we're going to be talking kind of about uh, of about the the future of Final Encounter cast uh, a little bit about the future of uh, Limit Break Radio and uh, and and we're going to talk about ourselves and we're going to ask you to call up with your stories about you know what kind of uh, what kind of dickery have you experienced at your job what do you guys have to go through I'm not I'm not so arrogant that I would sit here and say getting uh, you know getting let go is something that's entirely unique to me I know that it's not and uh, we would love it if you guys would pop on over there and uh, join us like you did today I mean we got a lot of people calling in today that was super awesome especially around the roulette bit Uh, if we could have just as many people calling in and sharing stories uh, from from their work or their job uh, uh, that would be uh, that would be totally awesome Uh, and that's again that's that's all starting at six over at twitch.tv slash final encounter cast you can stay right here a host is going to go on uh, out uh, right after this wraps up, but uh, uh, just go over there, hang out with the music, and uh, and get ready because this is going to be this is going to be an interesting conversation. I, I struggled whether to have this conversation on LBR because it does. 
uh, it, it, you know, it, it does connect to Limit Break Radio, but uh, I, I think I think a better place to have it is on Final Encountercast. So please, all of you guys, if you could join us over at twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast for this really important conversation that we're going to have about the future of the network, about the way that we produce content, and about the way that we structure shows. Um, that's all going to be going down over at twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast. Uh, as I said, I, I, there was there was a point where I said in the middle of the show, uh, we are our, our, uh, posters have have come in for those that have given so generously over at patreon.com slash limit break radio i want to thank you guys in the last couple of weeks we've seen uh we've seen a bunch of people come out of the woodwork and uh and, and give at some really incredible levels over at our patreon account but i just i really want to drive one thing home okay it, it's that you know a, a lot of people think that just a dollar a month i'm not really like that's not really going to make a difference you know and and maybe they'd pop a sub over here on twitch instead or whatever or, they, or, or they're looking at five bucks a month and they're just like, man, I can't swing that with my budget. And we get it. Like, we we wouldn't want you to go broke supporting Limit Break Radio. We get that you like Limit Break Radio and we want you to continue to like Limit Break Radio and we want you to continue to support it, of course. But the thing is, is that we would never ask you for more money than you can reasonably spend. Now, here's the thing. 15, you know, 15, 17, 25,000 people download this show each and every single week okay seven days that's 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 all you get between episodes to be able to listen to what we put out and if you listen to the show each and every single week then i can guarantee you that a dollar a month is going to make a huge difference over at patreon.com slash limit break radio because if we got even half the amount of people that download this show to go and give at a dollar a month at patreon.com slash limit break radio that that's an amazing amount of money i know that four of us would be quitting the jobs that we have if we have them right now and you'd see them as much as you see me on stream yeah absolutely and and i i i would i would like to uh just you know put that out there if you just and and you do get access you get access to our behind the scenes green room videos are hilarious we're working on an awesome sizzle reel for that yeah it's so good and and we're, we're trying to do a whole bunch of other stuff uh uh with the program so uh you know and also a dollar a month you're our test audience if there's anything new if there's new content that we're making you are like you're you're like the first firewall that we're going to test that stuff out on and we are going to be looking at some options to make some other kinds of content as well so we're going to talk a lot more about that at uh, uh, final encounter cast side so please everyone join us twitch.tv slash final encounter cast it's starting at six which means that we got to get out of here so that we have a little bit of a break to rest our voices in between the show thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out today i want to thank my co-hosts of course juxtaposition kalo landis nika kayanian and ascalia rayumasa i'm an hero Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Scry De La Rosa, Zuri Anurexin, Satori Komeji, Karquin Elbarn, Rajan Nelka, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. 
Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. (laughs) 